and we're back. We are here. Hey we are All here. of us. All of us. There are there are three human beings participating in this podcast. Two of them are in the same room. Two of them are in the same room. Uh, the other is in a car. I, I am mobile. <laughs> Jesse is driving. Um, so he is, while he's driving, he is observing all of the laws. He is hands-free. I'm watching him right now. He's using AirPods um, just for everyone uh, out there that's concerned about his safety. So uh, it's been a while since you've been here, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, man. 2020 has been trying to kill me since the last time I was there. Not just you. Well, let's be fair. 2020 has had it out for all of us. Oh, it hit me really hard. <laughs> it did. It did. Um, do you want to? Do you want to talk at all about um, about what happened? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Did I even really tell you guys exactly everything that happened with the house? We we have not. We've not really heard <clears throat> the events. We know we know what happened. Uh, we just don't know exactly yeah, how we have it happened. A very broad view. Okay, so. Right. It was warm. So, if you did, <laughs> Heat so, was yeah, involved. It was warm. So obviously, we'll start with the house burned down. Mm. But leading up to that, uh, it actually caught on fire three times. Oh, really? Yeah. So the first time, Beth was home uh, with the kids, and I was in West Virginia, and she called me like in a panic, and she's like, "I think the attic's on fire," and I'm like, "Why the hell are you calling me? Hang up and call nine one one." Get the hell out of the house. And so she did that. Uh, EMTs, fire trucks, everybody came. They put out the fire. It was a small fire in the attic. They called some damage to the attic. And then they walked through the whole house uh, with, with a thermal camera looking for hot spots in the wall. But they must have missed one or something because they told her that it was safe to go back in. And I said, no, I want you to go to your mom. I'm really glad that I did. Yeah. Because about... Two hours later, the house just went completely. We lost the entire attic at the second floor to fire damage, and we lost the basement and the first floor to water damage. Yeah, we. I saw the so, pictures you sent us. You sent us the pictures, man, and it's it's um. Yeah, it's well, gutted. Now it's, they they yeah. tore it down. And it's just it's, uh, they filled the hole in. It's just dirt there now. And you said um, you said the the initial cause was electric. Uh, it was confirmed electrical. Hmm. I won't get too much into it, but they're pretty much on the hook for it because they used an unlicensed, uninsured electrician. And oh, they oh. Yeah, their buddy, their buddy did it. Wow, their buddy did. So I'm, I'm working <laughs> with their insurance right now for Good. Uh, claiming all of our belongings. Good. Did yeah, you that's... did you have any kind of? And most people don't. I didn't. Um, I you did didn't have, have any kind of list, I do, I uh, you know, do valuation <laughs> or anything. Yeah, you need you need to yeah, I, stuff I like that. Yeah, I switched insurance companies to Liberty Liberty, and <laughs> it's like seven dollars a month for renters insurance. So Let's, for all of you listeners out there wondering about renters insurance, get it. I hope that you can afford seven dollars because yeah, it's like, usually pretty if, cheap. If my house if my house burns down now, I get a hundred thousand dollars. No yes. question for seven dollars a month. I mean. Barring, you know, the cause of fire. Yeah, you can't set it on fire. fire. <laughs> like a like a Chicago mob boss in the forties or something. Yeah, but well Richard's insurance also comes with some really cool things. Like if I have my auto bundled with them, if someone were to break into my car and damage my car, you know, since that's not an auto related accident, I get five thousand dollars for repair. What about riots? Does it cover riots? <laughs> uh, I mean No, yeah, those yeah, are considered definitely. acts of God. 
Well, probably. Their acts of somebody. Probably. All right. Um, <laughs> left turn. Sorry. Yeah, so we, we lost the house, but we, we found a new place. Uh, our move-in date was actually supposed to be today, but it got pushed back two weeks. That's fine. They're just going to prorate the rent, and for December, we'll only be paying half rent. And I'm okay with that. To be clear, the most important part, um, the guitars were safe, correct? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I only had the one guitar in the house. I had my acoustic with me, but uh, I'm very thankful because it was a, a 1978 Gibson Marauder, Marauder with all original hardware and stuff on it. The paint's not original, but everything else is. Uh, my grandfather left that to me when he died. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff you can't replace. Yeah, and he also has the amplifiers okay, too. That's just in the garage. It'll be coming down. Good, good, good. I mean, you know, the kids and all that stuff are safe, and that's one thing. But the I guitars... can make more kids, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Your grandfather only gives you one guitar. Jesus Christ. That's right. <laughs> well, that was the... Wasn't that the mentality that they had up until, like, the the 50s or something well, like that. Well, you know, yeah. We'll just make another one. Because kids would just die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, we'll make another one. I, I mean, and honestly, I've got extra. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just stockpile them just for, for a rainy yeah. day. She, she actually wants more, and I'm like, well, you oh. can go get a new husband if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what is it, three now or four? We have three. I thought it was just three, but I wasn't I, – I, I'm I'm bad with that. Yeah, I, I'm really bad with that. I have I have one kid, and that's easy to remember because I have one. Yep. So you and just I have my kid. Yes, have I have the one? Yep, I just have the one kid. Uh, I'm never gonna have to do that. And uh, Aaron, uh, uh, John, uh, the stuff. Which that, one are you again? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mess up with Aiden, but with Emily and Manny, oh my god. Every time. I'm like, Matt, you, come here. <laughs> girl. Child. Stand in front of me. <laughs> Oldest girl. Come here. Girl one and girl two. Yeah, so. I should get him like, one thing, two shirts. And then beyond that, um, after you get that done, um, you're, you're, you you had to deal with Cujo. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so. I, I know probably I, I, it's been a while, so I don't know how many viewers actually know that I do DoorDash uh, in the after hours for extra money. And I had, I had a DoorDash to a guy's place. And the instructions on the delivery said, you know, hand it to me. It wasn't a contactless delivery. So the lady opens her door. I hand her her food. And all of a sudden, two pit bulls come flying out of the door. Christ. And the black one very clearly just wanted, like, scratches. He wanted to, wanted to play. And I thought it was the same for the white-brown one until he jumped up and nipped me on the elbow. And I turned around, and I was like, ah, well, shit. And as soon as I tried to go down the stairs, he jumped onto the stairs and jumped at me and clamped his whole mouth onto the inside of my right thigh. Yeah, I saw I uh, saw the pictures of that. Um, and um, for the viewers, it is, <laughs> it is not pretty. Yeah. Big, uh, big, big boy contusion really on that one. The thing from it being worse is that I was wearing blue jeans. Oh, you Normally save, save the puncture a little bit. But, yeah, so instead of having stitches and stuff, I just had a big ass bruise. Which is which is good. It boy, didn't, didn't break big. the skin. <laughs> he bit me twice on my leg. He got me right on the side of my knee, and then when I smacked him, he let go, and then he came back and got me right on my whole thigh. Hmm. Ugh. Man. 
So what you had mentioned you were going to follow up on that. What are you doing about that? I, I, I have reached out to an attorney. I have not heard anything back. Uh, animal Control did see the animals, and the health department reached out to me, and they, they're going to view the dog. But I, as much as I don't want the dog to be put down, I am the fifth person this dog has been what? in this year. Yeah, that's, oh. a, that's a nuisance dog. That's yeah, a nuisance dog. That sucks. I, and, I, and I don't blame the dog. No. I 100%. No, it has to be the owners. How could you blame the dog? The dog I've had is two trained. pit bulls. Yeah, I've had two pit bulls. Yeah. They're like, you should, like, they're going to kill that dog because of you. I'm like, because of me? No, it's the owner's fault. Yes. I was like, I don't want the dog to die, but very clearly there's some sort of problem. Well, what what happens next when it's a kid? You, you know what I mean? Like you're you're no offense or anything, but you're you're a decent sized guy. Yeah, what happens if it's a small woman or a child that can't pick up a bull or a pit bull and slam it down on the ground like I do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're 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 a decent sized guy. What happens when it's a toddler? That that just happened in Williamsport where where a uh, like a one year old or a two year old. I don't even think how old. How old was that? I think it was under a year. Yeah, the pit bull and put its had to, whole head in its mouth and just yeah, bit down. And they had to. It didn't. They had. They. It got. The child was life flighted to Geisinger, I believe. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I don't she's know. She's stable the now. Is she, she good? Yeah, she was stable. Pretty much when she got there, they got her stabilized. They kept her in a coma for, I want to say, like two weeks, just to give her body <sighs> a little time. Um, yeah. But she she made it through, and, and as far as I know, she's pulling out of it. But that's that's the kind of stuff that that's, we're dealing with. Like I, I know we can always say that you know it's the the owner, not the dog. But I'm sorry to say, some dogs are naturally more aggressive. Yeah, and, and pit bulls are naturally more aggressive. Now, I do still stand by the you know the way you raise them matters the most. It's and I don't I don't want to disagree because uh, I because I don't really to a point because they're 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 big dogs or whatever but I think I think more that they have a lot of energy they're they're very high energy dogs and I've oh, had yes, I've are. had two and if if you don't wear off that energy that's when they start getting aggressive because they just have all that pent up um, all that pent up energy and then they the only way that they know how to release that is through you know playing and fighting and aggression so if you don't get them out there to chase balls and and tug on ropes and stuff like that and get that aggression out uh yeah it, it builds up and that could be negative for the dog for sure yeah yeah it was just not a good experience and of course you know i'm cussing the whole time this dog is trying to chew my leg off and i i get it pinned to the ground and i'm choking the thing and that's me i told her to get your fucking dog or i'm gonna kill it yeah and the dude came out and I picked up the dog and I threw it in his house and I started to walk away and I, I took one step and I fell down in the yard because my leg just hurt so bad. Hmm. And I got up made it to my car and I called the police and this dude walks out and he's like, well, girlfriend said it only got your elbow and I whipped my pant leg down and I was like, does that look like only my fucking elbow? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the best thing for you to do is just go back in your house and not talk to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the next thing that's going to happen is... <laughs> yeah yeah i hear you i hear you it's an it, it's unfortunate like i'm not saying that that you know you would want to shoot a dog or anything like that but at least being able to carry like some pepper spray or 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 a taser or some shit to to, to shock a dog off of you or something like that would, would at yeah, least be nice not, 
it wasn't a good situation. How does the owner of two pit bulls who they've, you know, one of them's bitten four people prior this to this year. How do you not keep them content? Just shut them in the room. You know, somebody's showing up that they don't know. You know, the dog well, freaks just, out. Just that, shut them in a room or something. God, for God's sake. So why would you not put your dog away? Yeah. yeah. I put Bella away. Like I make her sit on the couch. You guys would come over. Oh yeah. If you were in the house. I wouldn't let her out. Like she would never bite you. I have put an animal away just because it stresses the animal out when somebody shows up, not yep. even that they're violent, but just for their sake. And how do you how do you not care enough to think forward, like, you know, if this dog bites somebody, they might get put down? How do you just not care? Yeah. Uh, I, I get it. I'm a dog apparently, lover just I, like everyone else. When I, I, went to, I went to the police department. Apparently this guy's in trouble for a whole slew of things, including pedophilia. Oh. Oh, oh great. My. Well, now I hope so. he dies a horrible death. <laughs> Yeah, because my dad was wow. like, you should have just beat that dog to death. I said, no, what I should have done was pick the dog up by its back and paws and beat the owner to death with the With dog. his own dog. Yeah, that would have that would have been justifiable. Man, man. I've uh, never been attacked by a dog, and I hope to God I never get attacked by one again. I was one time similar similar to what you what what happened to you. It was a Doberman Pinscher, though. They're I mean they're just as they're razor blades with legs. Um, yeah, they are. And uh, I was I was playing out in the yard, um, and it was a, it was a, a stranger's yard, and and the neighbor let his dogs out. The dog just wasn't used to me being there, and I was running around, and it must have just triggered something the 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 fight or flight reflex in the dog or whatever, and he just chased me down, tackled me, and and bit the back of my hamstring. Um, I was probably about twelve or something like that. I, I, but I still hate Doberman Pinchers to this day, and I know it's not the yeah. dog. I know it's not the dog, but there's just something in my head. I'm still, well, okay, I'm so still I'm, nervous I'm very, around. I'm weary, very, very weary of pit bulls now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know I'm, that I'm that'll ever leave you because in the back of your mind, you're always going to remember. I mean, when something sinks its teeth into you, it's it's a very, it's it's a it's it's a highlight moment in your life. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. That. yeah. And, you know, I, I browse Andrew a lot. I came across this video of a pit bull that came into the place where these guys were working. And they all jumped up on the counter because they were, I don't know if it was staged or whatever, but the dog's wagging his tail. It's very clear he wants, you know, just to play. But they don't know this dog and all this other stuff. And I said, well, you know, someone who just literally got bit bad by a pit bull. Like I can understand why they're scared. Oh, I get it. Because like whatever, bro. He's like whatever, bro. That dog clearly wanted scratches. Sure. I was like, yeah. And he and then he goes uh, after he responds to me. I said, you apparently have a problem reading. I said because I I said I just got bit and I still don't hate pit bulls and I blame the owner. Yeah. And he goes, no, I I can read just fine. Your comments very narcissistic. I was like, "How's my comment narcissistic <laughs> when you responded directly to me?" I think people. I, like, I don't. I don't think you understand what narcissism is either. I think no. Picture... I don't think he does, and that's just a lack of empathy. Like, yeah. how do you? Come on, man. Yeah, I think the dictionary <laughs> oh, needs yeah, to stop well, changing right. its definitions. I figure, because... I figure we should uh, break into it because I don't know what it is with people in 2020. They got to turn everything into something political. Yeah, yeah. that's another. Someone that's another politicized thing. my dog bite. Yeah. How? Yeah, they that's that's said, a big stretch. I, How? I was I was talking uh, to my friend Nick Reader. I 
you know, I politely disagreed with him on something he posted. And he has like a huge following now since Trump's been elected. Like, like over twelve thousand people follow him on Facebook. Lord. And I, but I've known him way longer than that. And so we were talking, and someone said something to me, and they said, "Oh, you deserve to get bit." I can see why the dog would bite you. You're just very clearly an angry person who doesn't support Donald Trump. And I was like, what? are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Uh, I was like, you're celebrating my dog bite and calling me angry because I, I'm not a Trump supporter? I was like, how much lead paint did you eat as a child? <laughs> this is, I, I you know, I, I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is what I want the overarching theme of this podcast to be, is that this is where we are. And, I mean that is and it's that not is, acceptable. That is tribalism. That this is, is just, not acceptable where where we've gotten to. To take you you're just complaining about anything you must be a terrible person in this other camp. Oh, I've had people yeah. the same thing threaten threaten to try and get me fired and and lose my job simply because I wear a red hat. Um and and you know that's that's just as that's just as unacceptable it doesn't matter where it's coming from you did there used to be a time in this country where you just didn't talk about politics you just you that was it just wasn't part of the everyday conversation and i'm starting to think that this is why yeah because well, i don't think most people have the ability to do it like grown-ups like we're like you know i know we get heated but it's, it's never anything. I'm, I'm never talking to you from a place of hate. No, no, and both of us are very passionate about what we believe and the way that we think that um, the way that we think the country can go. And and on and on some things, you know, we're we're pretty parallel. Um, you know, we agree. Yeah. We we agree definitely on more than we disagree on. But when we disagree, we oh, are absolutely. we are pretty polar. On the things that we disagree and, yeah, and, on, and we're we're loud about it. But yeah, that doesn't change. It does not change how I feel about it. And exactly. I, I would like to point out that the only arguments in the podcast chat are typically me and you. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then and then Scott's God, sitting there like, could could like we calm going. down, guys? <laughs> I mean, you, you've both it's made exactly, some pretty good points. It's not exactly like that, though, is it? <laughs> no, but but I could just see I could see you. I always picture Scott just like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, just shaking his head like these guys. <laughs> they're they're doing it again. Or, or like like the Michael Jackson gif where he's popcorn. That's ignorant. <laughs> oh, that was ignorant. No, that was so ignorant. That's so ignorant. That's no. So you guys get a little heated. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. And a lot of times, though, you will come in and you'll be like, you know, you'll you'll just you'll you'll say something, and I don't want to say like it's it's Buddha profound or no, anything like that. But you'll say something, and we're just like, oh uh, yeah, we're we're being kind of dumb. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, it I'll is. Choose to take that yeah, as. A I mean, it really is because you're you you tend to be the you tend to be the the most middle of the road, uh, honestly, out of yeah. all of us here. You're you're mo you're the you're the one that's most straight down the center, 
And so you got to walk the fence between us two retards. <laughs> I don't exactly view hey, it like that. I'm just we trying, don't use the R word. I'm well, I, I use conversation, and I use the R word <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I don't. I don't care that you use the R word. Well, I use the R word for for what it's meant to be used for right? satire. Yes, for satire. It's it's absolutely yeah, means nothing. Really don't be one of those teachers. Yeah. 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 So, let's pivot. Let's pivot. Um something a little bit this is one thing that we're kind of polar on uh, and that's uh the the nomination and uh what what's the confirmation is the word I was looking yeah. for the nomination and confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett. Um we can go up and down left and right over um you know whether or not it was okay that she was nominated and whether or not it was okay that she was confirmed there are the precedent is there i didn't like it i thought that the at least the the nomination was fine to me i the nomination was fine i really think the vote should have waited until after the election but it's done now Jesse, you can go ahead and and I know that your opinion is is well, different than that's that. Kind of what I kind of feel the same way as you might. I'm okay with the nomination, but you know, in 2016, um, very end of Barack Obama's you know, uh, last term, they Republicans do an absolute fit, you know. And I, I understand your argument about saying that you know it doesn't really matter because the votes weren't there anyway. But that's that's not really the point I was trying to make before. It's just like you know. You, you can't say one thing and then muscle it through just because you now you have the majority and you can do that. It's just kind of like you're not really practicing what you preach. Nominate, yeah. fine, but the, the vote should have came after the election. I think there are two things and, that we can all agree on. is A, there's nothing technically or legally incorrect about any part of the process. And B... Absolutely. It was perfectly within... Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the realm of what they were allowed to yeah. do, and backed up now, by. I don't have. I don't have to like it. I just don't like that they. They were very hypocritical about the whole problem. Yeah, and that's the other side. Definitely hypocritical. I'll, yeah, I'll give you. Could, you I'll give some ground on this, mm -hmm. and I'll say what would have avoided this entire thing is if they would have just let Merrick Garland fail. If they would have just yeah oh in twenty just in twenty sixteen bring bring it up on the bring it up do do bring it up on the vote and just and just let them let it fail and then if it fails it fails and then we wouldn't be in the argument that we're in nowadays so I will I will concede the ground that they should have given him the vote um, even though I, I understand it and I'm not trying to defend uh, you know what happened or anything like that but I understand. Why waste legislative time on the vote if you know that you're not going to get the votes that you need? I understand that argument. I get that argument. However, they should have known um, that if they would have won that election, that the same thing could possibly happen again. Yeah, I would yeah. say that if there were any dereliction of duty in this entire situation, it happened in 2016 when they didn't just let Garland fail. Sure. Yeah, and I'll concede that that I wouldn't necessarily say it's 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 hypocritical because the the 
the situations were starkly different, but I could see how the optics um, appear to be hypocritical. You have to really understand, and, and the problem is, is most people don't. You have to really understand uh, Senate procedure, uh, judicial precedents, and the Constitution in order, under, in order to understand how this is okay and how this is not uh, a, you know, a hypocritical thing and that it's happened before and this, that, and the other. And if you don't understand all the, the nuances of it, the way that the three of us just happen to kind of have a, a slight grasp on how that works, if you don't understand how that works, then the optics are absolutely, uh, you know, these those guys just yeah. the complete hypocrites. And I get that. But, like I like like I said like I don't I don't miss, I don't like Amy Cody Barrett like at all, but that's not my gripe with the whole thing. What is it about her that you don't like? I she's just a little too far right for me. Fair, but but now like I'll, my argument to that would be you know quoting Lindsey Graham quoting Lindsey Graham if there is a Supreme Court justice nomination in the last year of Trump's first term. We will not vote on it, and you can use my words against me. <laughs> well, well that's come like, back that now. Huh? Well, now, literally what he said. Yeah. Well, then, then he's got a then he's got a lie in his bed. Yep, he's got a lie, and you know what? He may he may not win this election. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, he's constantly begging for money right now. I mean, it looks like it looks like he's going to pull it out, uh, just because he's pretty. He's Maybe. a he's a pretty com- he's a pretty comfortable incumbent where he's at, um, but nothing's guaranteed anymore. Not right now. I mean, no. nothing's guaranteed. Well, I mean, wait, just look at the last election. Yeah. Nobody thought Trump had a snowball's chance in hell. No, his chances at the beginning of the night were one percent. One percent. Those are the official chances yeah. given to him. Yeah, those were the official chances given to him. Was one percent? Hillary Clinton got ninety-nine percent chance of winning, and then. Throughout the night, it went to three three percent, and then nine percent. It should always be fifty fifty up until the election's over. They should that that probability one, is a scam. The one thing that I think that they really the the one thing I think should be illegal is them constantly updating the election results throughout election day. It should be the results should be a blackout until they're in. Because what it's going well, to do is it's going to influence people whether or not they go to the polls. Well, yes, it, I think... See, that's their fault, though. They're seeing something and making a decision. They should go to the polls. That's what they should do. Now, this is not... Obviously, it's not mandatory to vote in this country. Sure. And I... You know, you we could have... I think in the spirit of America, it should not be mandatory to vote. No. But I think more people should do their duty and vote. If they see results, then, you know, and they make a decision that they're not going to go or whatever, it's not over until it's over. So you've made a bad judgment call not voting. And if sure. your candidate and loses, that's a fair point. if your candidate loses, then you have nobody but yourself and everybody else who decided not to vote. You have nobody to blame but yourselves. As far as the keeping it a blackout, I don't know. My problem with that would be if you can't. It, it would feel more like it's getting pulled out of somebody's ass. It would be much more difficult to fake live results in a believable way, I think. Maybe not impossible. But if you can't see anything until the very end, so you're saying, to me, I think more people would question that. So you're more saying people just would have for the sake prob- of transparency. Yeah, yeah, really. I think I, I, I never, it's very rare that I think that 
transparency is a bad thing. There's very few instances, and I think it really boils down to pri- personal privacy, A, and national security, B. B. Those would be the only two times that I think that it's okay to hide anything just from an ethical and a moralistic point of view. And I think in, in what you're proposing, people would be less comfortable with that in the long run. No, I can... That's a that's a fair point. I mean, that's 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 more than fair. I mean, that's a really that's a really good thought. Um, I, I didn't even think of that. But but what I my biggest thing is is I I see the way that they report on it, and it's and it doesn't matter, Jesse. You and I have had this discussion all over. You know, I still pull some information from Fox News, but I I fact check everything that comes out of fox news because they're just as bad as cnn yeah just on the other side that's the thing all of the problems that you're you know yeah there are problems with the process but 99 percent of that can be solved at the individual level just making you know good decisions having good critical thinking skills and questioning things the problem the problems that we're having with all this media bias it wouldn't matter if people stopped taking things at face value i would love to see the end i would love to see the end of 24-hour news oh it's yeah the constant i would love to see that i just want i have to it's just i have to turn it off you have to turn it off sometimes because it is constant and it's like i have to you know that should really the whole point of politics and having a government is you take care of those things so that I don't have to worry about it and I can mm-hmm. just live my life. It's supposed to be freeing, but we are the process is not working for us right now. We are in fact slaves to the process and that's just a symptom of the, you know, the whole it, it's so broken at this point we can't even trust the results. You know, it's it's taking over our lives and defeating itself. I forgot to give a I forgot to give a warning, but we got to take a break. <laughs> I uh I'm 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 still adjusting to this so everyone out there bear with me but yeah. we got to take a we got to take a break. Um when we come back we're going to finish our talk about um you know Amy Coney Barrett. Um we're going to we're going to finish the talk about um fair elections and uh, uh our opinions on 24-hour news. So as soon as we get back we're just going to take a quick break. Uh we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back uh so before the break we were talking about uh the confirmation of amy coney barrett and that led into a discussion on um, the election somehow and uh then we got on to the end of the 24-hour news cycle well it's more about the i think really what we were all kind of hearkening on is the trustworthiness of the process at this point Uh, yeah and and you know we could talk about the hypocrisy of the republican party we could really we could talk about the hypocrisy of either party in any instance but in in this there's plenty of plenty of hypocrisy to go around yeah exactly well you got to think about it it flip-flops every time um for four no, years, who, whoever's in charge, control, yeah, for whoever's in charge for four years, slings bullshit um, about you know the other the other party, and then when that other party gets in for four years, they sling bullshit the other way, and it's just a, pretty soon Congress is just full of shit. 
we we really need a third party. I I agree. You know, in in other places in the world, such as the UK, they don't. There is not. You know, this idea of right and left really is centered on the U.S. because that's we have a two-party system. But in in the U.K., I mean, you have the Labour Party, you mm-hmm. have the you know, you have all these different. Well, we've had other parties the before lab, too. The Labour Party, the Green Party, the this and that. You know, the Tories and. and I want a Whig to <laughs> uh, to run again. Where'd the Whigs go? But the the problem is, yeah. it's almost uh, it's almost wig. this. Yeah. There's almost a. Um, what's the what's the word there's this enforced duopoly where the republican party and the democratic party it's almost like they're in on this thing where they just discredit oh they're 100 percent yeah in on it together you know and and nobody because the public confidence is so low in anybody else republicans, nobody donates to those people so they don't get airtime they don't have advertising money and they can't really run Republicans and Democrats agree on everything except or disagree on everything except for there's no need for a third party. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're both they're, 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 they're a third party threat you know, threatens the, both. The parties. corporations don't need more people to donate <laughs> the same amount of money to. Yeah, that's another thing I think that needs to be addressed is we need to have some campaign finance reform. Yeah. I think that yeah. um Super PACs and stuff need to go away. Yeah, yeah. And on the on the topic of uh, corporations influencing, yeah. Um, I don't want to take. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it bears mentioning that um, the what branches it's that the federal government's investigating Google is basically what Google. getting to yeah, the anti antitrust suit against Google. And just imagine a world. I mean, how much do we rely on Google for? for Google, I mean, Google is our master by all intents and purposes. Yeah, Google runs everything. And then there's a there's a documentary that I mean to watch in the near future that I haven't found time for. The social dilemma. I don't know if you've heard of it. Heard but of it's, it. It's about how AI um, are sort of influencing aspects of our lives that we're not even aware of, just by the way that that information is being presented to us sure it points directly to the parts of your brain yeah uh, that that are affected by addiction yeah. and things like exactly. that exactly keeps yeah. you engaged mm-hmm. and when facebook is only interested in making money and you know any any corporation that has an app on your phone they're just interested in getting clicks and view time you know they, they're not interested in the risk and how ethically responsible it is to get somebody to, addicted to their phone I think one of the one of the reasons why we are where we got to is if there's two things that the founding fathers did wrong. Um, there's not a whole lot of disparaging things I say bad about the founding fathers, but one of the one of the two things that I think that they got wrong um, was one um, they thought that the American people would continue to be informed and engaged with their government and involved and involved they yeah. thought that that they they thought that the americans would continue to educate themselves yeah, they didn't account for complacency yep and the second thing that i don't think they foresaw was the fact that a corporation could become more powerful than a government well they didn't foresee probably the degree of communication 
like instant communication across the world. Yeah, is what we have now. There's no There's way they no could have fathom that. And a and a corporation just without that, that is what allows a corporation or any company to to be that big because they can communicate with an office in Seattle and Texas and New York. Simultaneously, all, all three of those branches can be on a Zoom call or mm-hmm. get an email, or, which is you know, wonderful. And that, so that level of you need you need the internet to have that level of communication, you know, and control and, and synchronization to to plan these huge, you know, business, whatever you want to call it. But nobody could have foreseen that. Not at all. You know, and so now you have giant entities and. It's it's interesting how much they how many parallels there are to the same kinds of things that we complain about the government as far as keeping information from us and only feeding us certain pieces of information and all the bias and Google's doing the same thing that you know the could we say the Bush administration didn't oh, yeah. do the same thing or the Obama, the Patriot Act is exactly what Google's doing the Trump administration you know it's all there's this is the information you get to know and that's it now where it's getting pushed even further is so if something gets leaked by the government it's just out there right now we have Google and Twitter and, you know, YouTube, which is essentially still Google, censoring this stuff. You know, they have the power just to delete information off the Internet. And they this, can just get rid of it. This is a good segue into um, why we're talking about this. The New York Post ran um, a, a, an exclusive on information found on Hunter Biden's laptop. Um you know, we've we've had discussions about the laptop in private and things like that. Um, and bigger than bigger than the laptop, I think. You know, the laptop is big, and it's and it's that that's something in and of itself. But I think the more concerning thing about the entire Hunter Biden laptop thing, which is concerning, but the 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 thing that's more concerning is Twitter suppressing the story. Twitter shut down. The, tw- the, the Twitter account of the fourth largest newspaper in the country. Yeah, and they said that what their justification was that it shouldn't influence the election. But, they, but then in the Why same breath, it? in the same breath, Jack Dorsey said when he testified to Congress that Twitter doesn't have the ability to affect an election. How, how, can, you, how, can, you, how can you in good conscience say that? I'm sorry, but Facebook, Twitter, and every social media platform has the ability to influence. And, and if it, yeah, if, those are the mediums through which people communicate. If they don't have the ability yeah. to influence the election, then why do they keep saying that Russia influenced the election through social media? <laughs> yeah, the, it's it's this weird, it's doublespeak. Yeah, the, essentially, it's and just Twitter. No, and on in this instance, uh, it's impossible. I, I and in I this will, other no, instance, that is what happened. I will agree that Dorsey is very biased. Yeah, and 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 to to for him to sit there with his smug fucking beard. Yeah, um, he doesn't really look like the most trustworthy guy. My God, he? he looks like he should be in a hey cave. Now. Yeah. Hey now. <laughs> but but at any rate, uh, how can he we don't sit need to there? Beard. Hey, I have a beard too. Yeah, we all have. It's just his is irresponsible. <laughs> 
Yeah, he looks like Father Time's <laughs> stepkid. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't look like he doesn't look like he's the CEO of of, any, uh, of his mother's maybe, basement. Maybe like. a surfboard company. <laughs> you know, looks but, like he repairs bicycles. It's bunion to drinking mouth It's it's naive. Mom, <laughs> bathroom, hot pockets. <laughs> Mom, meatloaf. Mom! <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, it's naive and ignorant for, for Jack Dorsey to sit up there on a high horse and say that Twitter can't influence election. What that is a irresponsible. Liar. That's irresponsible. Now, yeah, I, I don't agree with that. You can say what you want about the veracity of the story, but if it's being run by the New York Post, this isn't like it was coming from Infowars. Yeah, it's not or, like it's not like we made it up. Or the Philadelphia Inquirer. Well, yeah. Also, didn't the original author of the story he didn't even want his byline on the story because he questioned the president. I don't know about that. I can't I can't say. I can't say. Um, but I do know that the FBI Uh-oh. the FBI, the um, intelligence community and this and the NSA have all said that the that the laptop is indeed Hunter Biden's, no question. And I, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm sorry. Did you did you hear what I just said? Because I I no went down to zero. I heard about the you you said um, that the the reporter didn't want to put his name on the on the byline because he wasn't sure if it was verified. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure that that went through because my finger went down to like nothing. Yep. Nope. We we heard it. Uh, my response to that was, is I can't I can't say I can't say one way or another because oh, I didn't I oh. didn't hear that report. Yeah. But the beyond that, uh, the FBI, the NSA, and the 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 most most all of the intelligence communities. I haven't heard anything from the CIA, but I don't think they deal in this kind of stuff. Um, but they all come out and say. This is real. Um, it, it, it's for sure his laptop. It's it's weird how the FBI came into possession of the laptop. Yeah, what's what yeah. is actually the story on that? How did like, they just walk into a shop and say well, this is ours so now? I, I like, question the, the ethics of this. Uh, well, the legality of it. How so can they just take it? Yeah, they didn't. Why are you like? You, yeah, even if he left the laptop there, that, that's still not your email account. Those are still not your email. Here's why are you reading? Let me just before before we discuss it. Let me how, let me however. let me lay it out. Yeah. Let me lay it out. These are these are the events of how it happened as I know them. Um, the laptop was dropped off for repair because water or most likely booze or something was spilled on the laptop. Doesn't why, matter what. Why it was. do you say most likely? Booze? Because it's it's anybody. If it was Don Junior, I'd think it was booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about I, it. I would, I would actually agree that I've had people bring their laptops. Guys, spilled beer on the keyboard. Exactly. I just, yeah. I'm assuming. I could be wrong. Maybe but why? But what you said though was maybe it was hooker most, sweat. Most likely, it was booze. Maybe it was hooker, hooker sweat. sweat. That sounds a little biased. I feel like you're. I feel like a little bit of your. <laughs> okay. You know, it could have been cocaine for all. You're right. It could have very much been <laughs> it doesn't liquid, have to liquid be cocaine. Booze. But okay. But whatever. A liquid. A liquid of some sort. <laughs> was spilled on the laptop, uh, deeming the laptop inoperable. He took it to a Mac repair shop. We could talk all day about his choice to use a Macintosh. I don't want to get oh, into it. Oh, it's a Mac? Yeah, it's a Mac, which also adds to the story, in my opinion. 
Um, I mean, if somebody were making it yeah. up, would they make it up that it was a Mac? Probably not. Yeah. That's a detail that I don't think they would add. But nonetheless, so takes it to the repair shop. Excuse me. The repairs are made. Uh, the laptop is now functional. Hunter Biden has contacted that it's time to come pick up the laptop and pay his bill. He never picks up the laptop. Um, I think something like 45 days go by, no contact, doesn't come and pick up the laptop. Most businesses have um, a clause when somebody drops off a laptop. This is true about Best Buy. Um, my company has one. If you leave your property with us for a certain amount of time, it becomes our property because we have to then dispose of it. And we can't dispose of somebody else's property. So legally, when you sign yeah. the paper after, I think ours is 90 days, after 90 days, we it, would becomes, usually, uh, it we, becomes our property. We would usually at Best Buy give much longer than that. Yeah. But yeah, the official policy, I think you're right, was 90 days. But at my company, uh, it's 90 days. This company apparently was 45 days. Um, but at any rate, he never came to pick it up. At that point, it became the sole possession of that company. The company left it for more time um, and just left it sit there. Eventually, the guy got curious. He says, okay, this is my laptop now. I guess I'm going to start using it. Opens up the laptop, and he's going to wipe it out um, and finds the stuff that he finds. I don't want to get into what was found because that's what's questionable. Yeah, it's all very controversial, but he what he found something There's, that compelled him to yes. report it. So he calls the FBI. The FBI wants nothing to do with it. Doesn't care. He calls the NSA. The NSA doesn't just, even talk to him. Doesn't even return his call. They feel like they have more important things to yes. do. Yes. He calls the Delaware State Police. They make a note of it, but don't say anything about it. So the next call he makes is Rudy Giuliani. Why? I don't know. Why would you think to call Rudy? I, I don't know. Maybe uh, because... I mean, he's an attorney. Yeah. I, and that's the part that a, I also don't it's understand. A, it's a Biden, you know, yep. maybe... Is this guy a Trumper? Like, he, does he... he, does he did could he believe, very well be. As far as I know, know, he's neither, but... I tried to give this to anybody yes and nobody cares and i don't want it on my property exactly so please come because get it. maybe you care maybe he's just at that point desperately just, trying to get this thing out of the it, shop to give it to rudy i think it's just wrong just because rudy is very very against life and that's that it needs to go to someone but i think you did need to go to so well, what, I can't. I can't blame. But just that's not just, the end of the story. Back though. to that same point. If he's got, he's holding on to this thing. He's like, he calls the state police, and they won't even come get it. Like he's gone through all the channels. And if I, you know, if let's say he found on the laptop what he found, what mm -hmm. is being purported that he yes. found, I wouldn't want that in my house or place of business. Mm -hmm. I want it gone, and I mm -hmm. can't. I'm not going to just drop but, it off somewhere with my prints on it now. It can't be gone fast enough. Yeah, so I'm making phone calls, and if the FBI, the NSA, and the state police <clears throat> won't take it, and I'm panicking like I really have this thing in my shop that I don't want to have. So at this point... But Giuliani, yes, is... It's, it's weird. A, it's weird. I don't yeah. get it either, and I'm not going to try and explain it because I, I, it would be I speculation. Would be, I think it would be okay to give it to an attorney, but I would take it to uh, either my personal attorney. 
say, hey, I found this. That wouldn't be a bad right, idea. Fine. Yeah. Some, Hire yourself some sort of an attorney. Party. Not, not somebody that's clearly in the, you know, squarely in one camp or the other. Now, yeah, to, that's be, fair. to be clear, to be clear, um, I don't know how he got in contact with Rudy Giuliani. That's maybe, the other thing. What maybe, does he call, here's, well, he's got an office. Here's right? the thing. Maybe he did contact his attorney because he has a business. He obviously has to have an attorney because he incorporated. He did all the things yeah. that you need an attorney for. Yeah, yeah. Maybe his attorney, his attorney got in contact with, I don't know. I don't know. It's all See, speculation. That, yeah, I don't know. know because that's, I mean, yes, maybe, but that is ethically questionable and to some degree that attorney would be on the hook for that too Maybe, possibly i don't know what any legal ramifications would be but it certainly have people calling his ethics into question and that's important when you're an attorney so then once giuliani is contacted i'm not really questioning the legality of handing off the laptop because very clearly if i had something in my possession that i didn't think was appropriate yeah rid of it immediately yeah yeah so then, once once Giuliani has the word, he, he he all he knows is he knows about the laptop. He hasn't seen the laptop. He hasn't looked at the contents of the laptop. The very first thing he does is he contacts a private investigator. Um, the private investigator goes with Giuliani to the to the um, to the shop in Delaware, and um, the private investigator makes clones of the hard drive four four copies of the hard drive are made um a copy of the hard drive is provided to the fbi a copy of the hard drive is provided to the nsa and a copy of the hard drive is provided to the delaware state police giuliani retains a copy and the original so the reason why he did that was obviously to protect the original because well, yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. you don't want something happening like happened with Tucker the other day. Why would you send out your only copy of something? Exactly. Indeed. So why would why would you not make a copy? And that's where and that's where that's where my knowledge of what happens after that. That's where well that ends. I think that's pretty much where we are. So now those parties have in their possession yes archive grade copies. It now to be fair, there was some. Giuliani was compromised at one point and what I mean by compromised is there were Russian assets feeding him false information embedded in regular intelligence according to all reports it was known what was crap and what was real how Giuliani and his team and Trump's team, they have their own intelligence. So they'd be able to look at stuff and be like, yeah, that's yeah, not true. That's... This stuff is, you know, that and the other. But there was some stuff that was given to Giuliani that was um, not true. None of that stuff that was not true was ever reported. And what's important, I believe, is that the FBI, the NSA... I don't really care what the Delaware State Police have to say about it, but no. the, the the FBI and the NSA and John Ratcliffe, uh, the head of the intelligence agencies, have all said that this is 100% Hunter Biden's laptop. It was 100% Hunter Biden's signature on the forms that dropped it off. Mm -hmm. Obviously, things can happen. Uh, we both we all work in IT. 
we know that, that it's easy to put information places if you want it to be there. However, yep. the fact that this was a Macintosh, knowing what I know about computers, makes putting information onto a computer that much harder. Well... Not impossible. It can be done, yeah. I but mean, you can... their, their encryption methods and the way that their drives are encrypted... If enabled... It, it, yeah. Well, it's enabled by default. Yeah. And you would think that Hunter, Hunter Biden would... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would think... And again, anything's possible. So I'm not... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna get into... Yeah. What would be... What would be really difficult would be putting it on there in a way that seemed legitimate. I mean, obviously, you can go in through the operating system yes. and just load files on. But exactly. setting, you know, the timestamp time on stamps. it... You naming would, that, the files that would have to be done at the drive level like yes. at the at the level of ones and zeros yes. you would have to manually write that stuff and doing it not in the operating system on an encrypted drive i mean you'd have you, i'm not gonna it's not it's this is not a plug you're not for gonna apple. do it it's not gonna happen this is not a plug for apple or anything but they do make it very 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 difficult that's why you, apples yeah. don't ju just don't get viruses they just don't they exist. They exist, it's but they just, just they, they just don't. It's usually it's just, just adware. It's just so much easier to write viruses for PCs. Exactly, yeah. and it's so much easier to to crack a PC just because of the way that yeah. the registry works and and all that other stuff. We all we all know that. Yeah. You know the the average person may not understand that. That's why I wanted but to the, emphasize the Mac file system does make it make much it so much more, more difficult. difficult. Yeah. So and again, I, I, I want to reiterate. I want to yeah. I hate Macintosh too. Yeah. I want to reiterate, not impossible, not impossible. And if anybody were to be able to do it, somebody like Giuliani, sure, he's got the resources to get people to who could hypothetically could maybe possibly do that. Do that. It would be very difficult. I mean, you'd have very to difficult. know. You'd have to know the encryption key that the Mac used to load data onto and not the only hard drive the hash key and, and all that. To, and not it, only that, but that would be really. You difficult. would be stooping to a level of ethics that I think is unprecedented in American politics. However, the Biden camp hasn't said no. It's not. In yeah, in fact, yes. You would well, think. Hunter, how did, you, did did uh, Hunter provide a password to pop up? How else? How did the guy get into the? I would imagine. I, I can't answer that. I, I can't answer that. But I would imagine he would provide a password because when somebody drops off a laptop to well, our, you do when you drop stuff, yeah, yeah, you say, so hey, what's your password? That, you, they still haven't you know. provided that information. I think. I think we should. That's a good question. I mean, it's not it's yeah. not a it's not a invalid question. How did they get the the password of the laptop to get through the encryption to begin with? Um, no, I mean, if it was provided, it was provided. Yeah, my my easiest answer to that would be is most likely it was provided when it was dropped off, um, or, um, or uh, or maybe removed, removed or changed. Yeah, which you know, if it was removed, that kind of makes the. That kind of makes putting information yeah. on the laptop a little easier. Well, even if it were changed, and you know, you get you change your password, you give the guy the changed password, right? For, sure. So he can get into it while he's sure. working on it, because he's gonna. I mean, if I'm if if I take my car to the shop, I want 
I want the guy who fixed it to drive it around himself, make sure it works properly before he gives it back to me. So right. to some degree, you know, I want you, lo- I want you logging into the laptop, use it for a second, make sure it works. I do type wanna... with it. You know, if the keyboard was the issue or whatever the issue was, make emails, sure it works. Emails aside though, the most egregious stuff on that laptop, not only would they have to plan it there, but they would have had to create it as well. It would have to be faked. It would have to be, and we, well, I, I do, mean, we I know that technology exists was, too. Was he, using, was he using a local email program like Outlook? Or oh, that's a good question. Thunderbird? If it was web-based email, then you should have never been reading it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, it may not have been web-based email. I would think per, if on my laptop, I would have email. I would have there. Outlook. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna Outlook, log in. Outlook, Thunderbird, something. something like and that. and Max, ha- I, what's I the Mac? I don't do. Does do Max have a native email? They yes, should. Have they do. Apple email. Mail is built yeah, in, so, so it could. And could uh, very well have just been built in by default. Um, by default, the Apple Mail client. When you enter your email address, it sets it up. Here's what could have happened. Here's another thing. You know, if if he's using the built-in Apple Mail, the device has been inoperable for some time. Sure. He's he fixes it. He's going to open it up. He you know he puts password in whatever, and as soon as he logs in, he gets a bunch of notifications, and maybe he read something that didn't sit right with him. You know, and now he's he does he click on it? I don't know, but he's got a banner up that says such, such and such email from somebody. Yep. And and Jesse, um, to your point, I'm not I'm not negating your point, but you and I, uh, all three of us, have worked in IT, and a lot of times when you're working on a computer, you stumble onto shit you don't want to see. It happens all, all the time. Yeah. All now the time. I, I saw nudes of people I didn't want to see. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We all had, the time. I, I can't remember when this one, but I, I, I worked on one, and it was the background. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, that happened to me more someone, than once. Uh-huh. Someone bring me their laptop, and when I opened up the web browser, every single uh, previously visited site. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 I had one. I closed it, handed it back to him, and told him to take it somewhere else. Yeah. I had one where <laughs> a pan- I mean it was it was uh, I think the, uh, the problem might have been memory or something but whatever the problem was it had caused Chrome to crash and then so the next time you open it up would you oh, like to restore sure restore tabs? your browsers yeah no that's great you don't want to no don't never never <laughs> no. do that never do that you will learn more about people than you ever wanted to know I know more about customers of mine than I ever 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 need to know you know it's 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 ridiculous what yeah, people, you guys you guys do like home repair stuff too don't you we do do s- some yeah. we do some some public work not very much but i'm telling you what people use their business laptops for oh hey, well, what their business I, computers I have, a, I have a question and i'm not going to directly say what it is but is there any update on the thing that you told me the other day I'm very. Is that, is, that, is that public information yet? About public information. About a certain place that's not no longer going to be operating. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure that that's public information, but I don't think we could talk about it on here. No, that's fine. I just I didn't know if it was public information. I, as far as I know, um, his clients know, uh, but but 
again, I, I really don't think that that's something we can talk All right, about. All right, that's, that's fine. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. I'll talk to you about that later. Yeah, I'm completely <laughs> in the dark right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Curious. Sorry, everybody. No, that's no, fine. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> um, so we're we're coming up. We're going to have to take another break here in about two minutes. Um, so we'll continue talking about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. I want to get into um, a little bit about why it matters um, that this this that this happened. And I want to talk also a little bit about the um, the shoe on the other foot kind of argument, um, and then um, we can move on to something a little bit more exciting. So uh, we'll just take another quick break here, and then we will be right back. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, Coke and hookers, and <laughs> no, well, that was during the break. Oh, really. oh, I'm Coke sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I miss misspoke. Um, we were talking about Hunter Biden. Uh, speaking of Coke, Coke and hookers, Coke and hookers. Uh, <laughs> there's all right. That's public knowledge. Let's let's just throw that out there. The it's, Coke, yeah, it's public. Oh, yeah. yeah, public I mean, knowledge. Everyone knows that he had a slight drug problem at one point. Um, he slept with and married his brother's widow. He has a lot of emotional issues. This guy is, but well, yeah, but everybody let, let, let's not pretend uh, that Don Jr. Doesn't have but, his, but, but yeah, but, but despite all that, just you gotta remember, he's not the one running. A lot of people seem to think that that's yes. yes that's he isn't the one running. Effect, I don't he isn't the one running. However, there are things on the laptop that may implicate alleged his his dad in some things. But it, yeah, it's alleged. And you know, stuff like this where there's so much we don't even know how much how much of this. I've been questioning this the entire time. That's how much of this is misinformation. Like we, sure. the, I question everything. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing we can materially know until. Literally ninety percent of people accept something as fact. I'm, I'll still be on the fence. I think I think everybody should have a healthy amount of skepticism. Sure. Yeah. So let's let's talk about for a minute. Let, let's talk about why why this laptop is important and why why we shouldn't just say oh, who cares. It's not it's not he's not running. Um, why does it matter? There are there were emails found alleged um, between Hunter Biden and CEOs of companies in the Middle East um, and in Ukraine. I, again, I'm not going to get too much into the specifics because we don't know what's verified yet. So I don't want to get too deep into what was contained in the... Um, is that a submarine? <laughs> yeah, what was that? that jesse uh, was that you it was in my headphones i think we might have lost jesse yeah it seems that way oh there he's back we, we just lost oh, jesse back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Yep, we lost jesse did, for a minute didn't didn't miss yeah, too much. it was a connection lull no that's fine i went around the corner and it's good yeah, so we uh, had a submarine signal yeah it was, <laughs> all of a sudden we heard sonar pings i'm like what the hell is going on <laughs> um so at any rate um, yeah, it's, it's telling me now <laughs> So where we were 
um, is we were we were saying that why this is important is because there's emails that are purportedly between um, Joe Biden and or sorry Hunter Biden and CEOs of other comp uh, other companies in Ukraine in the Middle East and China that implicate the former vice president current presidential candidate candidate yeah. and again i don't want to get too much into what the emails said so on and so forth because none of it's verified um at least not on a public level there there's investigations going on um but i don't want to put information out there that we don't know for sure um so what i'm saying is is that there's alleged emails out there that allegedly I'm, I'm really choosing my words carefully here allegedly can tie Joe Biden to payments from other companies through shell companies and then through cash holdings and kickbacks it's all a big web of red tape and, and all this other stuff which is why I don't really want to get into it. We could spend a whole day just on three or four of the emails because of how intricate the web actually is yeah. and how these things are. Yeah, going. we well, we we briefly touched on this uh, the other day. I think we think it's inappropriate. Well, like it would it be inappropriate for Don Jr. to introduce Mr. Trump? Yeah. So here's and, the thing. And, and we and we were both we were both of the agreement that if it's not anything business related or policy related. Yeah. So, and even if it's policy related, I mean, obviously, if they're if if Hunter Biden's got an in to somebody in Ukraine, and they're they want policy done, then yeah, he's going to have to talk to the vice president. But what where it gets slimy and greasy is when kickbacks start happening and things like that. So. I, I don't necessarily want to, and, and, and that's again why I don't want the, the pictures of Joe Biden with whoever the fuck it was from yeah, Burisma. That means nothing to it me. It does mean nothing. It yeah, means I absolutely agree. nothing to me. That could have been a photo op. Um, you know, hey, you know, shake a guy's hand, you yeah, take a whatever. photo. That means yeah. as much to me as the pictures of Donald Trump with Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein. It means absolutely the same to me. Um, people take pictures. What, what do you want me yeah. to say? And, you know, and, and if he didn't know the things that we now know about Epstein, then you can't hold that against someone. Exactly. You know, I, I've got pictures of me with friends that are now uh, convicted murderers. Uh, yes. Yeah, and that doesn't make you a convicted murderer. <laughs> I have yeah. pictures of me with, with my racist uncle, and it doesn't make me yeah. a racist. So, yeah, I, think, I think every family's got that. that everybody's one, got that uncle. That one guy. <laughs> Just a quick, just a quick veer off to the left. Um, it's kind yeah. of in the same vein of what we're talking about here. But did did you guys see Bill Burr's monologue on SNL? No, was, uh, he yeah. he was was, was he the host last night? He was the host two weeks ago, I think. Oh, it was. two weeks ago, it was amazing. It was no, amazing. I'll, I'll have to watch it. And the backlash was exactly what I thought it would be. Um, oh, has God, he yeah. apologized? Absolutely not. He shouldn't. He I don't know. I don't know what it is. I haven't seen it, obviously, but I immediately believe that he should not apologize. I'll, I'll whatever. Tell, it is. I'll tell you exactly who his target audience was: white women. White women. Really? His his. <laughs> we can we can give the 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 punchline. The punchline was, 
Um, I mean, essentially, it's two weeks ago, you're not. Yeah, it's my own irresponsible. Too too many people know. are whining. Essentially, was his thing. Um, he says that the cancel cancel culture is bullshit. Um, essentially, he's like they're they're running out of people to cancel. They're going after dead people. <laughs> you know. Yeah. They're, they're canceling. They really are. He said they're canceling John Wayne, and his point was, and I am going to quote him on this because it was hilarious. Um, he says, can you believe what John Wayne said in the Playboy interview in 1970? And he's like, yeah, he was yeah. born in 1907. <laughs> he says, that's the way people talk back then. Yeah, and he would have been 63 <laughs> at that point. He you says, know? you've never had a conversation with your grandparents that kind of went off the rails. Yeah, it became a little uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that you just make the cookies. It doesn't mean you just delete everything they ever did. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so, yeah, I get people said stupid shit back then. That's just what they believed. It doesn't make them right. The fact that we can see it as that now means that we are in a better place and that exactly. you, that's all that's all that you that's all that you need you you say timmy don't listen to your uncle and that's it <laughs> yeah you move on your uncle says some crazy shit yeah huh? he sure does let's uh <laughs> how about them bears <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly and then the second thing he says is uh somebody uh, generals around the world need to study how white women co-opted the woke movement because <laughs> it was supposed to be about how people of color have been you know uh denigrated and kind of left on the back burner yeah and somehow he says and then white women somehow kicked their gucci footed boots <laughs> over over the over the line of oppression and got to the front of the yeah. line oh my yeah. god it was just it was wonderful he says you need to sit here he says you white women sat next to us for a hundred hundreds of years and just bathed in the blood money of racism and slavery yep. and all this other stuff and now you're going to go to the front of the line and talk about yeah, how toxic men and, and enjoy your talking yeah you need to sit down next to me and get your talking to <laughs> yeah and white and women women's groups went nuts saying he's a misogynist uh, well, that's what he does oh he's so good at it he is i don't know how could anybody call Bill Burr a misogynist? He's married to a black woman. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, plenty of misogynists are married to women. He's not yeah. racist. He, he, he can't be. He, he, well, yeah, he, he can, not, he can be, but he's not. He's not racist. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. He's his nothing. There's very little in his act that's ever about race. No. Well, there's plenty that's about race, but it's never about the negative. Like, he has that entire. If anything, he talks about how black guys are so much cooler. Than yes, him. he has the he has that joke about how he has trouble keeping up with their clothes because <laughs> he he's always broke because he's got to buy new clothes all the time to keep up with his black friends and and it's just hilarious. It's and it's not anything denigrating to the black community. It's just he's talking he's doing what George Carlin used to do. George Carlin used to find the the, the little things that made us all the same. Yeah, and 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 pick on those. He's kind of doing the same thing, but it, it, he's 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 I finding the, the. I don't know that I would put him in the same uh, level as Carlin. I'm starting to think he's there. You, Bill Burr? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, dude, he's great. I really, I really believe yeah, he's, right now. He's my favorite comedian. I really believe that right now, when it comes to influencing society and and changing 
people's minds on cancel culture and things like that, I do believe he's on the same level as Carlin. I don't think that he's going to have... I don't know Would that you say he's, gonna... he's as smart as Carlin? No. Okay. No. George Carlin was a genius on many levels. Very Yeah. On many if levels. You, if you're saying specifically just filling that he's place He's filling inside, the void. He's inside, filling... And being yes. that person... I could say that, yeah, he's he's put himself in a similar position as Carlin as far as offending people. <laughs> yes, he's fill, he's filling that void yeah. of maybe making people think through offensive content, like just just. Well, and here's the thing. He says it's it's not a lie. No, he's starting conversations. Is the way I like it's to put exaggerated, it. Exaggerated. That's fair. But it's not lies. Yes. Yeah. So I like him. I think he's funny. I thought he was great in uh, the Mandalorian. He was really good in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that the role that he, he was perfect, perfect for that role. He was for, for that role. Have you guys started watching season two yet? No, I have to. I'm, I'm going to start tonight when I get home. I have to start season two. I'm so disappointed with not being able to enjoy the second Borat film. I, I don't oh. know if I can stand diving into anything else new i was so don't get me wrong this is not this is not a i hate it when people make fun of donald trump it wasn't that just talk about something else i love if if it's good i love it when people make fun of donald trump i'm just tired if it's good i I everybody's making the same jokes exactly over and over over and it's like if i could if yeah it are the jokes funny? Does Trump Trump gives lots of material? Oh, so much. Oh man, and I'm not I, I saying they're not funny. Saying, they're hilarious. How do, you, how do you think he did as Biden? Huh? I know Jim Carrey's not really Mike's thing, but how do you think he did as Biden? I didn't see him as Biden. He, yeah, they did a debate <laughs> sketch. Really? Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> Jim didn't. Carrey was cast as Biden. I, I'll chime in here. I think, I think that a Carrey did actually really great as biden he got the cadence down and the and everything and i think also i really expect just because it's snl i really expected that to be that sketch specifically to bash trump much more than it did and carrie Carrie, the things that carrie said as biden you know he's he had a line where he said my job is just to be up here and appear lucid for two hours or whatever he said (laughs) yeah yeah he was was, and that one i did enjoy i did enjoy that sketch. that was a good one because that was it was a lot more fair than i thought it was that's what i thought that's what I think that we're lacking from Saturday Night the Live fairness. is the fairness because they used to. I have no problem with you making fun of the the president. That's what Saturday Night they Live. Made, they made fun of Clinton, man. Yeah, they made fun of Bush. I mean, Norm McDonald. But they did not touch. Won't stop making fun of Bill Clinton. They didn't to touch day. Obama. <laughs> He'll never stop making fun of Clinton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, did you know that uh, Hillary murdered a guy? Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. I don't think hey. we want to talk about that. No, but really, <laughs> yeah, it's Bill and Bill and Hillary. They had they had I, like I a scam. See, did you I love see Norm McDonald go on the View? Yeah, yes. that's when he was talking about. He's talking about how Clinton killed a guy on the View. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Bear Joy Bear. Yeah. Oh, she her was eyes were popping out of her head. 
She was real uncomfortable. I love Norm for how uncomfortable he makes people. He is so good. I love Norm so much. He's, making he's, the air awkward. He might be my favorite. He's definitely one of my favorite comedians of all time. He might be my favorite alive today. He, Burr's, I'll give it to you guys. Burr's good. He's for getting what up he there. Is. Norm is a... like. He's a genius. He's a genius. And even Letterman said... Uh, Letterman did an interview with somebody. It might have been Conan. I don't know. But Letterman said of Norm... I don't think he works very hard at this, but God, he makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like he doesn't even try. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, like a, he gets up there. He just appears like he. It's just so off the cuff. That's what it really looks like. Norm Macdonald doing Weekend Update. I think was my favorite Weekend Update. Oh, he was my favorite. He just anchor. comes across so flat. He just puts the. Yeah. He just puts it out there and waits. <laughs> yep. and he just to have the stones to sit there in silence while people yep. are not laughing or getting uncomfortable oh my oh, god it's amazing second second best i think would have to be dennis miller but norm mcdonald is up there as the best miller's good miller's, weekend update miller's uh the only problem i have with him is he he's he's got kind of he's a little too jimmy fallon and I guess what I mean is he's too amused with himself. He loves himself. He is. He, he is, is very entertained he, by he, himself. He, he's, yeah. yeah. Uh, we haven't even talked about this shit, but this happened, I guess, yesterday. Um, You're breaking up. I think we lost him. Uh, Sean Connery? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Heard about that, yeah, right? yeah. Heard about that. That's unfortunate. Why do we have to, why do we have to bring it up? total bummer. It is. Just remember, <laughs> seven no's and a yes is still a yes. I have my feelings about Sean Connery, but... But... I'll take the rapist. Yeah. yeah, say what you will about <laughs> Sean Connery. He had his flaws, but he was a good actor. He was a good actor. I don't, I'm not a fan of... <laughs> this is the sound a doggy makes. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> That's the sound your mother made last night, Trebek. <laughs> Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Oh man, perfect. Oh, I do miss. I do miss that cast. And then, Saturday and night. then Norm. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a hat, but it's bigger. Big hat. Yeah. Yeah, big hat. Big hat. It's funny because it's too yeah, big. It's, it's not my name. It's not my name. <sighs> Turd, Turd Ferguson. Ferguson. <laughs> 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 and Burt Reynolds loved that. Oh, scene. he absolutely <laughs> loved it. Yep. Oh my god. Just playing this stupid. It's not even he's hardly even playing Burt Reynolds. He's he's just some character. He's playing Norm Macdonald. Burt playing Reynolds. <laughs> just some idiot. Yeah, that's not Norm my name. McDonald's and he would just walk Burt off the set. Yep, exactly, oh exactly. But it was it was entertaining. It was very good. Um, but people, a lot of people give me grief for this. I'm not a big fan of James Bond. Eh, I'm not. Like, I could take I it or leave it. it. It's a little okay. formulaic. It really is. Yeah. Like we've had what 47 of these fucking movies, and I could tell you the plot of every one without ever seeing one of them. I got upset at the idea that people would get upset that James Bond would be black. Or a woman. Or a woman. Yeah, James Bond. James Bond is a code name. Yes. For a for a Scottish agent. Yeah. Well, plenty of black Scots. 
Yeah, James Bond it, is a is uh, a an here, alias. Here's an idea. Yeah. Fictional character. Yeah. Fictional character. <laughs> fictional like character. Like Getting upset about a fictional character. Because she's not Japanese. <laughs> yeah. People got mad. And, and the, the, the creator of Ghost in the Shell was like. You guys know it's a, a comic, right? <laughs> well, and not only not that, real. but it, but the the premise of the character was that it's just you know ghost in the shell. It's a yeah. person. It's a it's a somebody's mind in a generic looking robot, robot. to be to to go undercover. You know, yeah. just he's he's this person is wearing the shell of this robot who's common like it's just this common cyborg that gets used as a servant in people's houses and that way you're it's discreet you can go anywhere that was the idea so it what the what the thing looked like was immaterial it didn't need to look in the same vein in the same vein did you guys know that china um forced marvel to change a character in doctor strange well they also forced disney to which is you know same same difference and Disney just goes along with it to what was it to remove Finn from the posters mm-hmm. or to like change him so he's like tiny in the corner yeah, because or black people don't black play people, well just in because China. black people yeah. just because Chinese so what they the yeah. person I don't I don't remember the character's name um, the person that taught Doctor Strange oh the Asian guy that yeah uh, they made it a woman in the in in the movie remember Why? yeah i don't remember that was that china character's name but i do remember the character great character yeah that was china because the original character was a tibetan monk and china doesn't really uh care too much for tibet oh jesus so they made so they marvel made change so they made marvel change it from an old tibetan man to just a woman and china was more okay with a white woman teaching the mystic arts that was rather than a tibetan monk yes china china the chinese government was more okay with that because of the whole free tibet movement and all that stuff so they and disney went along with and disney marvel went along See, this is the shit you know people want to we, we talk about how america's history historically speaking there has been racial injustice what about today in other parts of the world? Yes. Like, yes, we should do all that we can, but to but there are real problems. We are in accommodating other parts of the world. that same racism elsewhere. Elsewhere. Yeah. And nobody talks about it. Yeah. Well, we're talking about it. it well, people okay. talk about. It, but nobody. It's not a mainstream. Nobody thing but that between anybody... the lines talks about it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Breaking news headlines today. Extra, yeah. extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a it's a very valid point. Having I Having the important conversations. I think it's a very valid point that, that, that we're willing to, and we've talked about this before with the with the Uyghur Muslims in China. We're more than happy to uh, villain, vilify the founding fathers and vilify the history of the United States because of flaws that we had in our past and flaws of of men uh, in our past. But we're not willing to look at ourselves, look ourselves in the mirror today, and say, "Hey, you're doing the same fucking thing." Uh, every time you buy an iPhone, you are contributing to slavery in China. Every time you buy a fucking coat made by Abercrombie and Fitch, 
you are contributing to slavery in China. And every time you pair, buy one of those nice fucking $300, $400 pair of fucking Jordans, you're most definitely contributing to slavery in China. Yeah. But you're perfectly fine with that. Because you well, don't but see I it. Ha- but I can't... Ugh. Because you have your but things. I need, I, but I have to... It's but this, It's got a big screen on it, and I can watch but the, YouTube. But the argument could be made that the founding fathers and the people... And I say the founding fathers, I mean that generation. The founding generation had their flaws. And yes, they participated in slavery, but they did it for the same fucking reasons that we still buy our iPhones and we still buy our Jordans and we still buy our Abercrombie and Fitch because those are the creature comforts that we have nowadays. Back then, their creature comforts were clothes and food. (laughs) So, yes, they used slavery, and that is evil and it's horrible and it was wrong. Putting it that way, the comparison kind of falls away a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is we're still contributing to that same mentality it's just now we're 200 years removed and it's 3,000 miles away. Yeah, we have rose-colored lenses. So to, to sit there and say that these men were evil because they participated in an evil... Yeah. Um, an ev- the in- evil institution of racism, which is, or racism with, of slavery, yeah, which yeah. it was. It was evil and yes. it was wrong and it's still evil and wrong today. Yeah. Why can't we take that step now? We, we have rose-colored lenses for the people who provide the things that we think that we need that, that are actually destroying. I mean, this is destroying society. We can't right do this anything app, this, now. This thing in my hand right here is destroying society. We can't do anything now about slavery 200 years ago. But we can do something now about slavery now. And we choose not to. That would be very inconvenient for us. It would us. be very inconvenient and expensive. But wasn't it, wasn't an entire, uh, wasn't splitting the country in half and fighting to the death against your brother, wasn't that a high cost to pay to end slavery then? Yes. Should we not pay the same price now? People are not, <laughs> we weren't, obese then as a country <laughs> yeah. I get it we I didn't it. collectively and have this a BMI be, of 90 million and this wouldn't be a country settling arguments amongst itself we would have to there's no other way around it we would have to invade another country and it would have to be a hot war well is the only way that we could stop this yeah and I and and I don't obviously want that. we don't want that yeah nobody wants that the only other I mean we'd have to stop buying iPhones that's I think is inconvenient not, but you'd get what I'm saying not just iPhones yeah though. everything no, it would be a big it would be a big change we would have to say nothing from China yeah nothing we would, we would essentially have to I mean we would have to supplant the technology we have now with other technology that would have to be based on materials that we have we can get from elsewhere than China but the problem is we can't can we all agree? We'd have to start mining asteroids to get this. <laughs> Seriously, we'd have yeah, to. Yeah, I get you. We would. Which they are. Yeah, well. <laughs> they just landed, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but NASA successfully yeah, landed. Yeah. yeah, they landed yeah. on, on they an asteroid. They successfully landed on an which asteroid. Which is fucking wild. That is. Can you imagine? We're, we're in fucking Armageddon, dude. That's like. Well, that's not, that's it, not the how first fast time is done. the thing moving? It's not the first time they've done it? No, it's not. It's the first no. time they've landed on one, I think. 
this far away moving this fast with plans to actually do yeah. anything about it okay yeah and, it, yeah. and it's the not first, a manned mission it was just oh no i don't think pictures. so no this is absolutely not a manned mission no. this is all robots and yeah yeah all, it's all robots and bleep, bleep, bleep. robots we got from china <laughs> actually no i i think that nasa has to use uh because it's a branch technically a branch of the air force there's they would a, have to build it, like design it, construct it. But I'm saying like materials and stuff, you know, okay. circuit boards. Okay. Yeah. All right. Chips. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong material. But uh, yeah. Yeah. And at the lowest level, at the very least, yeah, raw material. Yeah, because anything for the military has to be built and assembled in the United States. We we can get the materials from elsewhere, but we can't we can't buy missiles from China. It's against the it's against the law in Other the United States. Other people buy missiles from us. I know they do. It's not against their law. It is not. Nope. But we have a rule that says only American made in the military, which is why Beretta, when um, when the United States used Beretta as their sidearms, um, Beretta had to move, had to build a manufacturing plant in Connecticut so that they could manufacture the guns for the military because they have to be made in the United States. So Glock now that now that um, now that the military is transitioning from Beretta to Glock, now Glock had to make a plant in the United States. Uh, I believe they're Swedish. I think Glock is Glock. Yeah, I believe they're Swedish. Or uh, they're. I mean, it sounds Swedish. Yeah, um, I, I'm. We're just gonna roll with that. Um, that 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 they're 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 of of a Nordic. I know that Heckler and Coke are Swedish. Yeah, so. They had to build a plant here in order to make their stuff here. So um, we're going to have to take a break again here in just a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, and then when we come back, I think we'll transition to something a little less heady. Um, but uh, we'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, I think we'll talk about um, what happened in Philadelphia um, and where we are uh, with that and why why i think these things keep happening well that um, was about a week ago now is it just about a week ago yeah um last week and then we can we can um we can start transitioning into the end but uh when we come back we'll talk about the the philly shooting um and the state of the citizenship uh here in the united states so we're going to take another break we'll be right back <music> And we're back. Um, so before the break, uh, we were talking a little bit about how evil China is, and um, and how complicit we are. How how complicit we are in the yeah. evil, um, while we talk about because um, obviously we're too busy dealing with ourselves, ourselves to yes. deal with China. So as long as we're too busy dealing with ourselves, we can't deal. With we China. can't deal with China. Yeah. On that same vein, uh, there was another, yet another. Um, black individual shot by police in this time in Philadelphia um and let's talk about it let's um, what was his name Wallace was the last yes name. uh Walter? Wallace Walter Wallace Jr. Are you sure it wasn't just brotherly love <laughs> yeah Philadelphia uh, is is so full of brotherly love yeah um so the events happened. I'll, I'll just I'll just spill out what happened, and then we can have a discussion as to whether or not it was justified. Um, so the man was acting erratic. 
His family called police because he was threatening his mother, I believe, mother or sister, um, and they called police. They're, excuse me, they said that their intention was for an ambulance to come, not for a police officer to come, but if you, if you, you call 911. Call 911. You get what you get. You're, you're going to get cops and an ambulance yeah. and possibly a fire truck. That's yeah. just the way it works. So then the cops arrive. The guy's holding a knife at his side. Um, then he he keeps slowly moving towards the officers. The officers tell him to drop his weapon. He doesn't drop his weapon. And then I believe he starts to raise... It looked like in the video, like he had it ab- about midsection level with his arm out to the side. Out to the side, coming towards police. Yes. In what I would consider a threatening manner. I saw the video. Yeah. As did I. And... I always, and just like I say in, in every other podcast, in every other one of these situations, I try to put myself in the position of the officer's which is what I think nobody is doing. I think that, that, and I don't want to deviate too much, but this is really important. Everybody judges these cops like they're experiencing the situation the same way that we are in terms of watching a video. And they make judgment calls based on sitting calmly behind a computer keyboard while you're watching a video you don't have somebody walking toward you with a knife in their hand. Exactly. When, when your adrenaline is running that fast, right. you make decisions like that. Like you, you, you make the decision, you deal with it after. Because I, you know, it just goes back to me, and like fighting with that dog, my adrenaline was way up. I, had body, I immediately body slammed the thing and started choking it up. That was sure. my first reaction. Your first reaction is always going to be, in my in my opinion, just because your brain is programmed that way, your first reaction is going to be fight or flight. It's self-preservation. Yep. And these officers go through training to make sure that their first reaction is fight and not flight. It, I mean, argue with argue with me if you want to, but I think that the their their training and maybe we could talk about maybe that's the problem maybe they shouldn't be trained to fight first maybe they should be trained but do we really want our police officers retreating from danger um when when it when it's needed most like think about the officers that took on the the shooter in las vegas should they have yeah. just should they have just waited outside until he ran out of ammo and then because oh, there would have been hundreds upon hundreds of people yeah. exactly so are are we supposed to are we supposed to say that these officers are supposed to just stand there and let this man stab him and then respond? Well, yeah. So think of it. If you're an officer, there were there were two there were two officers on the scene. Whether it's self-preservation or if you're worried about, you know, is this guy going to get to my my partner here before he gets to me? Am I supposed to? I'm not going to wait until he stabs my partner or a bystander. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Now. As far as I thought, there was one thing that I noticed that you that you may not it may not register right away when you're watching it, but the way that so the guy they're on he's on the sidewalk, they're on the street, there's you know, cars parked, he comes out from between two of them, and it looked like he either he tripped or he was about to break into a run. He just kind of fell forward a little bit and stopped himself. Um, and then what they did, what the officers did, I thought was a 
the probably the most responsible thing they could have done. So where they were standing in the street, and he he's in between them and some bystanders who are on the street, presumably the family. And at that point, line of sight from the officers to the gentleman in question has innocent people behind him. So if they if they discharge their weapons, they're they're putting innocent people at risk. They immediately, as soon as he gets into the street, they pivot, they rotate, they start backing up the street, forcing him out away from the bystanders. So they have so a clear street. They have a clear, yeah, the whole street. So when they fired their weapons, they were firing. If they had missed, it would have been down the street. It wouldn't have been into somebody's into house. Into a crowd. Or... It wouldn't have been into a crowd. So if mm. anything, that was a very responsible thing for them to do to kind of pivot. You know, if this goes south, I'm, I don't want to fight. Because as far as we know, there were children. Sure. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's when, so when they pivot, that and the whole time they're, they have their weapons drawn, kind of pointed down, down, but ready. And the whole time they're just yelling at him, put down the knife the entire time. Now, um, there, was a, there was an image that I sent you guys that had, and I can't remember it verbatim, but there was an attorney who tweeted about this instant, incident. And that was superimposed against, you know, what actually happened. And the tweet was, I just thought, irresponsible because the guy was claiming, and this is what incites outrage, when people start claiming the officers didn't do anything. They just immediately shot him. Yeah, Because that's he was not black true. and he had a knife. And if you watch the clip, they gave him several verbal warnings. He's advancing toward officers. I mean, you couldn't, I wouldn't describe his stance as anything. It's somewhere between neutral and aggressive, giving the benefit of the doubt. At the very least, he's walking toward officers with a knife in his hand, not responding to commands. And unfortunately, you don't really get to see the whole thing because the guy, it was taken on somebody's phone and he kind of lowers yeah. it when at the critical point when shots were fired. And the very next thing you see is a body on the ground. And it's heartbreaking. Sure. And it's unfortunate. Absolutely. No. Don't walk toward the cops with a knife in your hand. Yes. None of us none of us here are advocating that it's okay that this man is gone. Uh, none of us are, are 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 saying that. What we're trying to say here, at least what I what I think we're trying to say, is that how are we supposed to balance the safety of the community against the safety of the officers when this type of uh, aggression is shown. I mean, I saw a comment that said that the police should have used tasers, uh, which, you know, I thought about that for, for you know, about a five or ten minutes, and I thought, you know, that's not a bad point, but there are plenty of occasions when police use their tasers and it does absolutely nothing. That just happened recently. The person, whether they're on drugs, whether they're just their adrenaline's pumping, high pain tolerance. yeah, high pain tolerance, whatever yeah. it is. You do you want do you want to if somebody's got a knife, do you want to fight that deadly knife with a with a non lethal taser? And this all goes back to hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight's twenty twenty. We are sitting here watching a video calling into question the judgment of people who were definitely in danger. Somebody's coming at me with a knife. I'm not going to spray them with pepper spray. No, dude. I'm just saying, because <laughs> there's still a chance that they're going to walk that shit off and stab me. 
I'm going to put them down. I'm going to, I've said it before and I've, and I'll say it until, un, until I'm dead or blue in the face. But when, when you're taught about how to defend yourself with a weapon, you pull the trigger until there is no longer a threat. It doesn't matter if it takes three shots, seven shots, or you empty your clip. You shoot until there's no longer a threat. So when the when the body falls, that's when you're okay to stop shooting. I just want to ask the question, like, would it be less tragic? Would people consider it to be less tragic if that guy stabbed two cops and walked away? Is that less tragic? In today's climate, I would say public perception would be yes. Reasonably speaking, though. Like, no. Is that not telling? Why are we... Are we just saying that the cops' lives weren't in danger? Is that what we're supposed to Are we saying cops' lives don't matter? <laughs> I wasn't going to go all that far with it, but... <laughs> Are we saying that blue lives matter? Is that what we're saying? I'm just putting it in perspective <laughs> yes, here. Yes, I understand. Yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm playing the game. I'm but playing the game. But it's just... I think the real... I, I think a big problem is... That when you tell somebody their whole life that people are out to get them, that they're going to be in danger to just stay away from cops as much as possible. When you tell somebody that their entire life, whether the police off, whether police are biased against black people or not, whether police, whether it's really true or not, what you're doing is you're creating a situation where somebody's going to be more nervous than they necessarily need to be and they're going to make bad decisions and and that guy made a bunch of bad decisions that I think he was kind of uh, you know for lack of a better word almost programmed to do just by the fear that was probably instilled in him his his entire life because everybody's telling him the cops are going to kill him someday now i am going to i'm going to make the point i know scott i know you hate this point but mm. i'm going to make it we are three white guys God. sitting here talking about how police affect the black community. I'm human. I get it. I get it, and I don't disagree with you. We we should be able to comment on it. I will give them the benefit of the doubt, though, that we don't... Inherently, we don't know what it feels like to get pulled over or to engage with the police as a person of color. And I, I get that. But I am terrified... When I get pulled over, I'm terrified when I have interactions with the police because it doesn't matter. I've seen police brutality, unwarranted police brutality against family members of mine. I don't trust the police. I don't trust them either. And I think I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's like you're practically giving them PTSD. I get what you're saying. That their whole lives, you're you're just setting somebody up for failure. And I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I get what you're saying, 100. Like more to your point, we I can barely stay calm, and that hasn't been done to me. Yes, I can't imagine what it must be like. Yes, I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming the system. I'm sure. blaming us constantly shoving that message. That that that's what I'm saying. The problem. Like, yeah, you're right. I don't... Nobody... Who <clears throat> likes cops? Nobody. Nobody likes getting pulled like, over. When, whenever, you know, I've told you the story about the temporary cop poking his head in my car like, with his flashlight looking around, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my car. What are you doing? Yeah. 
be a cop apologist, but they're trained to do that. Yeah. They're told to violate your rights because it's up to you as a citizen to know your rights and to stop that when it starts, just like Jesse did. When a cop pops his head in your window, you tell him to get the fuck out of my car. You have every right to do that. But my point is, is a person of color going to have the cojones to say to a cop, get the fuck out of my car? If we, if it wasn't constant, if the narrative wasn't constantly pushed that they're immediately in danger, I'm not saying they are or aren't. Sure. But if they didn't, if they weren't inoculated to that, then maybe they would have the stones to say something. Maybe they wouldn't be too afraid to speak up. They should. Everybody, every every citizen should assert their rights. Nobody should be made to be too afraid to do that. Your rights are like muscles. If you don't use them, you lose them. That's a good yeah, yeah analogy. You you gotta flex. Like them. You, you just said, let people like you step said, on like, you. Yeah. They they don't want to escalate, whereas I don't have that same fear as they do. Mm-hmm. Because and you no, know, I have a lot of friends with somebody. They'll go into a store and if they decide not to, they don't have what they wanted. They'll still buy something just so that you know they're not. Did you steal something? What did you do? Why are you in here? See. Yeah, and that's that's a problem. It and I'm problem. and I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make light of that problem. My my whole my whole point was is that I was just acknowledging that we as three white guys, while we do have our experiences with police, I hate I, I don't want to say I hate police, but I don't trust police. I, don't I, I work with police all the time, and I think most of them are great people. Uh, they're 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 wonderful human beings. I'm thankful that they're willing to put their lives on the line to keep me safe and this that and the other. At the same time, their job is to violate my rights. They should be more accountable if the if the expectations and are that high and you know the job is that important. They should be all the more accountable. I am I am a huge advocate for police malpractice. I think that police should have to carry malpractice insurance. The same way that a doctor does. I think the jobs are equally as important. I believe that a doctor holds people's lives in their hands, and as such, they have to be credited, and they have to carry insurance that ensures to me that they've been vetted, they're they're um, you know they're trustworthy, and things like that. I believe we need something, a system much like that for police. I really think that we need an accreditation program for police. I think that they there should be a, a review board every so often that reviews um, police and their um, maybe maybe there's an officer that has a history of overstepping his bounds and has a history of using excessive force. Maybe maybe we need a database that shows those officers. So you might like one of the things that Kamala Harris said that we need to have some kind of registry for off, for officers who have violated people's rights and uh, used unnecessary force. All of these different violations, so that way they, if they get fired from one precinct, they just can't go to the next county over and get hired in another job and do the same thing again. I, I can't disagree with that. No, I can't disagree with I that. Can't see any, I can't see any flaw in that. I, as an American, I don't like registries, but... What's the difference between a system like that and the bar? 
That's exactly where I was going to go. You know, there. Uh, if uh, if an attorney has to be held to that kind of a standard, he, you know, attorneys hold people's lives in their hand to a much lesser degree than a cop, and we and and we still have that yeah. in place for them. Why not police? Yeah. And and again, that's why I use doctors because I feel like doctors and police hold people's lives maybe doctors more so obviously i mean their job is to save people's lives i mean it, but it's depending on the scenario it could be just as immediate i really do think so yeah. and i think it's just as important that we have safe police officers as we do safe um safe um safe doctors, doctors and, and i'm not when, when you talk about that registry, what worries me about that is one thing, I do remember her saying this, and one thing that she did want to include is whether or not that person has a family history of racism. Were his parents, yeah, were, were his parents I mean, part of the KKK? I don't think that's and that stu- necessary, and all that stuff. no. I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's right because I, I don't say he's not, but he's very clear. Yeah, I mean, I have I have family members yeah, that are that are racist, and and we lost Jesse. Yeah, and he's back. Oh okay. boy! <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm back. I was gonna say, I I argue with my dad frequently about this. He, he claims he's not racist, but but that hell, he I'm not racist, racist, but and I, and I, I explain this to him. Yeah. Uh, the Bill Burke joke. Uh, you know I'm not racist, but insert fucked up conversation. Yeah, about- <laughs> that's exactly where I was going. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I'm not racist, but <laughs> and then insert. Yeah, because yeah. I told him like we're both very big Washington TBDs, the Washington Football Associate or whatever they're called. And- you know, he's upset. He's like, oh, I'm going to check the name of my football team. I'm like, well, first of all, you're not the owner. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean, you my as, football team? <laughs> who are you as a white guy tell Indians what's offensive to them? Now, to be fair, uh, the at the time that they adopted the name of the Redskins, it was approved by a uh, 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 coalition of a bunch of different Native American tribes and things like that. The logo has itself... Uh, was designed by a Native American chief. Um, they had all the blessings at one point. Obviously, you know, things change over time. I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. I'm just saying at the time they had the blessing. It wasn't like, you know, the the owner of the Reds, when they were forming the, the, the team, that they're like, oh, let's, you know, let's make it the Washington N-words, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and to just to uh, tie... Mr. Burr back into this. Who was it that complained about the name of the team? White people. So, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even Native Americans that brought it up. That it was it was liberal well, white people that. It is now. It There's is now. A lot of Native Americans have problems, and I'm I mean, sure. Initially, yeah, it was it was a lot of white people. But but my my point is is does is it is it specifically because of the term red skin? Or are they offended by all of the caricatures? Are we going to be done with the Atlanta Braves now? Um, you know, are the are the Muncie Indians done? Are the are the uh, Montgomery Red Raiders gone? The Montoursville Warriors? 
Um, Warriors is kind of you know we're well they use a headdress and tomahawks in their. I mean they could change the. I'm just saying. Yeah. Are we going to go after every single thing that that the Muncie Indians? The the that's the that's my alma mater. That's where I went to high school. The Muncie Indians. It comes from a place of pride. Our our entire area uh, was was at one point inhabited by the Montessi Indians. What what about Shikalini? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's going to get. I mean, the continuation of this trend is yes, eventually everything, and but it won't even just be team names. It'll be you know when we when we I think that what we're trying to do is keep the spirit alive. Sure. Right. If we rename everything, then they're really gone. If we, like, if we rename, let's say we rename Muncie a hundred years from now, mm-hmm. and now we just forget that those people ever lived here. Yeah. And I don't think that's okay. No, I think that, and and, and yeah, I think that's very, um, it's very discouraging to history, um, for one, and so we weren't the nicest. To, to Native Americans. I mean, there's blame to be had on both sides. I'm That's, not going to... I'm putting it, you know... Pretty kindly to say, simply, we weren't the nicest. We weren't the nicest. And if you know history, you know that they weren't innocent in all this either. Yes, we came to their... We came to their continent. Well, we are guilty, though, because we won. We lost. Ah, so it's, so it's the winner... It's oh, definitely. It's guilty. Okay. Okay. There you are. And he's back. <laughs> so, um, at any rate, I don't want to get in, get too deep into that because I'll just end up digging myself into a cancel hole, uh, as I've done so many times on this fucking podcast. I always put my foot in my mouth somehow with, with this racial stuff. I, it's gotta be careful. Yeah, I do. Um, I believe at one time I defended Thomas Jefferson by saying he was really nice to his slaves. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think I said that one been. time. I don't know. Well, I wasn't there. Yeah. He yeah. certainly enjoyed them. He was very nice to one of them. I think it was more than one. <laughs> well, at least one that we know at of. At least one, He was technically v- speaking. He was very fond of at least one. We've brought up the... What was that? You can be as nice as you want, but you still shouldn't have had them. <laughs> True. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. My, my, my point when I say that is, is in comparison to other evil, yeah. evil people. He was less evil. <laughs> he was, and he, he himself, I, I, again, I stress, he himself was not an evil person. He was just participating in an evil trend of the era. You know, some, someday down the line, Everybody that owned an iPhone is going to be uh, considered a um, an evil person because we we were complicit and in the enslavement and torture and murder of an entire population of people, mm-hmm. but we didn't care. So two hundred years from now, we're all on the hook. <laughs> so well, I'll be dead. So exactly, exactly. So we're making we're 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 kicking dead people at this point. Yeah, and there's something to be said, like, we're not really solving a problem, are we? I don't think so. By kicking Jefferson around? No, I don't think we're making things any better. He's not here to change. Yeah, exactly. 
he he had he his can't time. apologize he did he honestly he can't do anything thomas like, jefferson i think did more to free american slaves than and i'm this i'm gonna get shit for this i think thomas jefferson and the founding fathers did more to end slavery than abraham lincoln did explain they created the document that said all men are created equal that's fair and they started they started the path they recognized that you can read the federalist papers you can read letters from jefferson to john adams you can read documents from the time they they full well knew the evils of slavery and they full well knew that it needed to be ended um, it was just getting there. They had no. They had no way. There was no immediate path. There to was no that, immediate path to it. Wherein you know there was there wasn't a, a clear cut way to do that, and also have a strong nation where that could even continue to. Abraham exist. Lincoln, in order to do it, had to create an entire political party, get elected by the electoral college and not the popular vote. He had to fight fight a civil war. And um, eventually give his life. <laughs> wow! Yeah. In order yeah. to end slavery, so it was not an easy path, and it took a hundred years after the the founding documents to get there. So, well, four score and seven years, but yeah. At, <laughs> but at any rate, the it took. It took a long time, but the path, the very first bricks were laid by the founding father with by the by founding fathers with the Declaration of Independence and in turn the Constitution, because there's no other way to interpret the text when it says all men are created equal. Maybe they didn't necessarily the 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 the, the argument is is they didn't mean it at the time. Does that matter? But did if, they? If we mean it today, does it matter now whether they... We can't change what they meant. Can we, we can, say, we though... We can change how we apply that. Can we say, though, with 100% certainty that that's not what they meant? All men are created equal. Well, and All I of just, mankind, I, because... I think the whole point is moot. As if it we really is taking moot. It, if we take the word men to mean human and we apply it that way and we just treat each other as equals today they didn't want that phrase in the thomas jefferson put that phrase in there because they wouldn't thomas jefferson wanted to have an entire section of the declaration of independence specifically to disparage king george and the institution of slavery but they took that out and Thomas Jefferson's compromise was is that he had to leave in that all men are created equal. So I'm just saying that the bricks were laid uh, by those men. And even Frederick Douglass, Frederick Douglass said that the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution were the greatest, uh, um, the greatest anti-slavery documents ever created. Simply for that sentence. Simply for that sentence. So... That's why I defend so adamantly the, the founding of we this country. We hold these truths be self you know, <laughs> you, you know the thing. Um, <laughs> you know the thing. <laughs> so, God damn it, Biden! Just need to be for an hour. <laughs> so almost. Let's let's talk about that. We're getting towards the end. We we technically should take a break, but I'm just going to roll through it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna end up being at the end of the show here soon anyway. Um, 
I want to talk about the state of the citizenship uh, in the United States and where we are. I think there's a huge problem uh, going on. We talked about it earlier in the episode because, you know, Jesse had the guy that told him it was good that he got bit by a dog because he's not a Trump supporter. I had people that tried to get me fired because I'm a Trump supporter. Um, I, I really think that we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Um, I read a story this morning, and I don't know how true it is. Obviously, this could be a Juicy Smoulet um, kind of situation. <laughs> but uh, there was a guy that parked his car uh, at a um, state game lands and went hunting. And when he came back, there was a bullet hole in his window and all of his tires were shot out because he had a Biden sticker on his back window. Uh, I don't, I can't say that that's true or not. Um, but my thought was, if it is true, and this did happen, anybody that's a Trump supporter should be up in arms right now, and we should we should be we should be speaking out against that kind of behavior as fervently as we possibly can. I think whether it's true or not, that's what needs to be said. Sure. By everybody. Yes. Trump supporter or otherwise. Because. I have one question. Sure. So, presumably, the bullet was fired into the vehicle. Into the vehicle. What else is damaged? If nothing else is damaged, that means it was fired from inside the vehicle and it's a hoax. Very good point. But the tires were shot out. No, but something inside the vehicle should be damaged. There should be a bullet somewhere else in that. Yeah. Car. Oh, oh, in the, yeah. yeah. Hole in the car, what, yeah. what I mean by is whether whether this was a hoax or not. The guy could have shot into his own car. That's what I'm saying. Right, but I'm my thought is if. But if it's if it's clearly there's only the one hole and it's only the window. Yeah, it came from the then inside. It definitely out. came from the inside, and it's definitely a hoax. Yes. Coming from the outside, you're right. The guy could it could be. But if it came from inside, then yeah. we know for sure. Yeah. Because you know. My 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 the bigger takeaway and what I said in the comment section is, I'm a Trump supporter through and through. I'm a I I, I want to see the man reelected, but this is unacceptable. We cannot, and 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 it and it goes the same for um, anywhere where you're where you're bringing guns to a debate. The political political. Um, Political speech should just be that. It should be a difference of ideas. You should fight with your ideas, not with your firearms. Uh, and I and I'm I'm really scared. I'm really scared that no matter who wins on Tuesday, that there's going to be blood in the streets. I honestly believe that there's going to be brawls, possibly gunfights, because of this election. And I am I'm ashamed. Uh, that we've even gotten to this point, and I and I and I really hope that we can find a way out of it. But this, we touched on it at the beginning of this episode. We used to be, we used to be a country where it didn't matter whether you were a Republican or a Democrat, you could still sit down to the Fourth of July, and because we're all Americans, we put those differences aside long enough to enjoy where we are. Now we can't even be in the same room 
uh, with with people that disagree with us, or else we start yelling at each other and and throwing stuff at each other and hitting each other with sticks and and then next it it's pepper spray and then and then it escalates to to knives and then next thing you know everybody's shooting at each other and i'm yeah. i'm really worried that that's where we're headed i don't know now, what do you the think solution it would be is worse if one wins over the other i really don't think so well here's here's what i here's what i think i think honestly i think if if trump loses my personal thought would be is it would be less violent than if Biden loses. I just don't see it in Trump supporters to 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 grab their guns and head out to the streets. Um, at least not the ones that I know. Not, not the saying, majority. It's not the majority of them. They're definitely in there. There's definitely the fringe. Yeah. But the, the Biden supporters, and not 100% of them, I'm not saying I don't want to generalize that way, but in the in the immediate right now, people that tend to be Biden supporters are the ones that are out there rioting and committing violence now. So my, again, I'm, I'm biased, but again, my thought is, is that if Biden loses, those riots are going to escalate. Right. Now, I, could agree, I, uh, I could, I could agree with I, that. I agree with you to a, a point, uh, but I would say that uh, I've seen articles and video clips of Trump supporters walking up and down the lines of the polls with their guns. And then, I don't know if you saw the video of the guy who approached the lady's uh, van. She had a Biden Harris tipped on a bumper and said that she didn't have any choice but to vote for Trump. And he said, We got your license plate now. We know who you are. And that that's illegal. Yeah. That's, that's a voter oh intimidation. That's yeah. That's that's a felony, and and they should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Um, I've also just, seen it's impotent too, because how do you know yeah. what who they voted for? And and license. Let's let's be honest. Anybody that doesn't know this, license plates are completely anonymous. There's no system that a civilian can look up a license plate. You have to be a police officer in order to get to that database. Your license plates are completely anonymous. So, what good does having your license plate number do? Yeah, but you know when you. Threaten somebody that doesn't might not necessarily know. No, and I and I'm not disagreeing with that. That's 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 ridiculous bullshit. Um, but I've also I've I've seen it come from the other side too. Maybe not to that extreme, but I've seen a lot of, um, you know, I I've known you for 15 years, uh, and it, you need to vote for Biden. If you vote for Trump, then lose my number. I never want to talk to you again. And that may not seem yeah, that, like to the good. same extreme. It's not to the same extreme. It's still, but that's still voter scary. intimidation. Yeah, you're still intimidating somebody to vote. It's stressful anyway. It's yeah. not maybe not your life, but it could be very. I mean, it could be something or somebody extremely important to you says that, and then how much of your, you know, you're at least losing a part of your life, a part of your identity identity if you're identify if, if that's really you know yeah. this is somebody who's been an integral part of your life and suddenly they're just telling you they're going to walk away from you i have a lot of liberal yeah. friends um and i'm proud of that i'm i i tend i try not to be too i know sometimes i'm hard to deal with but <laughs> <laughs> but i try not to be too extreme to totally disagree <laughs> but i try to i try to be 
I try to be as fair as I can. I'm, I'm obviously, I'm not going to back down from my opinions, but I also, I will, I'm not the kind of person that won't allow you to have your own opinions, and you guys can argue that if you want to, but I, I at least that's what I try to do. Um, but if so, all of my... I, I got to tell you, I'm sorry, I got to tell you now, I have my, uh, my earbuds die. I'm just going to go ahead and die out of the podcast now. Well, yeah. Everybody go out and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just go vote. Yeah, one way or another, vote. Um, and and I've I've even said to you, Jesse, I don't care. Even even if I I don't want people voting for Joe Biden, just like you don't want people voting for Trump. But my thing is, is vote your conscience, one way or yeah, another. Right. Well, gotta go. See you later, Jesse. Yeah. Um. So one way or another, vote vote your conscience. If you're if you're if you're unsure, vote third party. Vote Joe Jorgensen. I don't care personally. I don't care if Trump wins as long as Biden doesn't win. I don't. <laughs> Trump could lose as long as Biden doesn't win, and I'd be fine. Well, there are people on the other side, and the, they, they. I don't care if Biden wins as long as Trump loses. That's, yeah, that's and that's know. fair. That's fair, but. My my bigger point is is no matter what you no matter what your political affiliation is is vote your conscience. Don't vote the way that a news station tells you to vote. No. Don't vote the way celebrities tell you to vote. Um, don't vote the way your uncle tells you to vote. <clears throat> don't vote the way your parents tell you to vote. Right. Vote your conscience. Yes. Vote the way. Vote the way that you can live with tomorrow. Yes. You're the one that has to. If you don't want to vote, don't vote. If your candidate loses, yeah, not your fault. Not your fault. You you, you did, did your thing. thing. You participated. My my biggest problem with the way that people are viewing things today, you know, the, specifically with the election, but the kind of it kind of pervades so much of society right now. The whole point of the government the, the purpose behind the presence of a government is to keep civilization to just to just to basically enforce the rules to keep society churning sure to keep everybody civil you know to, to keep the to keep all the machines running so that we all have what we need and we don't have to turn to violence if we're getting violent over the government we defeat the purpose of government to begin with I love it yeah that's a very good point um, and I just want to say the the next thing that we wanted to make a very big point about is we want the elections to be fair. We want it to be legitimate, and we want to know for sure that who the candidate is that wins. So once all of the cards fall, I'm not saying it's going to be election night, and I really want people to prepare for the results not to be there on election night because there's going to be a lot of votes that aren't counted yet outstanding mail-in ballots Pennsylvania itself is allowing three days after election day for mail-in ballots to be counted um, one thing I do love about that is they did finally say it has to be postmarked originally they were saying it has to be postmarked it has to be postmarked with sent in before election day right so it has to be sent in election day or prior or else it doesn't count which is the way that it should be 
your your vote has to be in by election day. So I will say that it's not necessarily bad. It's I think it's got to be more of the physical const- or logistical, I guess, constraint of having the manpower to count all those. I mean, yes. we're talking how many people live in this state? Well, millions? there's tens of millions. There's seven hundred thousand ballots that were requested that still haven't been turned in. Well, if they're not in, then so they're not in. They have to be turned in <laughs> by, Tuesday. by by Tuesday on Tuesday on Tuesday. Or so they have to be postmarked Tuesday. So if they're not postmarked, they're thrown out as illeg- illegitimate because yeah, they're late. They're they're late. That's, Sorry, that would be just like you know, and it's. Probably much easier for you to get to the post office than the polling place. And Absolutely. I imagine the post office has a much shorter line. Yeah. And, you know, you've got one right in your town. Like, our polling place is like two towns over. Yeah. So, you, there's no there's no excuses. If you can't, if you can't get your mail-in ballot in, in a very broad time frame that you've been given. Yeah, you, we've been able to turn them in for a couple weeks now. Yeah. If you can't do that... You weren't going to get to the polling place anyway, you yeah. lazy piece of shit. So exactly. Just, you don't get counted. Exactly. <laughs> so my, my point is, and what I'm alluding to here, is once everything is fairly counted, and once everything is shown to be on the up and up, uh, again, we want to make sure that this is legit. I'm not saying that we on election day, I, do, I don't want the results on election day. I'll be honest with you. I don't want them well, because you know, they're not going to be legit. Well, they'll be, they'll be plastered all over the television yeah. screen and the internet. You but, know that. But my, my bigger point is, is once everything is said and done and a winner is officially declared, we need to accept that. Yes. We, I'm calling on Trump supporters right now. I'm talking to you. We're not going to do this bullshit that they've done for four years. We're not going to do this. This is not my president bullshit. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do that. That's not what we do. That's what. That's what liberal crybabies do. We don't do that. We don't do that. On the other side of the coin, I'm imploring Biden supporters. I'm imploring you. Don't be a Clinton supporter. You know, take your chops. My it, gosh. If you <laughs> if you lose, take take your loss. Take your loss. No matter who you are, it's the, the results are the results. Yeah, it's just what it is. That's what I'm trying. I'm just the trying point, to speak. The point. The yeah. No, I know. It's just I'm just saying. No matter who you are, if you if, if your candidate wins, you win. It, this isn't a fucking. It's not a sport. You know, it's yes. not like yes. It, it, oh my God, you're not you're you're not cheering for a team here. Yes, it's one team. We're one team. We're this is one, one team. team. This, we can't do this whole yeah. two team shit nope. anymore. Nope. We are one team. We are picking our we quarterback. Have, we have camps where people, you know, we all have our different ways that we think we can solve our problems, but we all have their our problems, our problems. together collectively, and we cannot yes. have this tribal nonsense. This is one team. If if Biden wins, he's my president. If Trump wins, he's my president. Fucking, you know, if the if, if Joe freeze, Jorgensen hell wins. freezes over and the stars fall out of the sky and Jorgensen wins, he's my president. I'm going to be honest with you. Of any election in my lifetime, any election in my lifetime, I think the third party candidate has the best chances in this election. 
You think he's got like a 2% this time. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think it's higher than that. Because I really think that there's enough Republicans that don't like Trump. Democrats that don't like Democrats that don't like Biden. Americans who don't like either party. Either party right now. Yes. And we're the ones I think that need to and I say we being part of that to some degree who need to speak up and go out and vote for, you know, and just if you wanna if you wanna really Put, if if Trump was a middle finger to the establishment, he still ran as a Republican. If you he want did. to really, you really put want a middle that middle finger, finger to the yeah. establishment, you put a third party in the hot seat. Yeah, never before in our country have no. we had a third party in in, in elected yeah. president. Yes, so so that's how you do it. You know, if you really want to get out there and make a point, yeah, that's the point to be made. Absolutely, and I'm 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 one hundred percent on board. With you voting third party, anybody, um, again because I don't belong to a team like Scott said. I, I mean, I do, but my team is America. Team if America. If everyone's on the same team, then there is no team. Yeah, all we we're doing is team. We're, we're it's one where one. It's just we're picking our coach, <laughs> is what we're doing. That's all we're doing is picking the coach. That's a good way of putting it. We're just choosing who who is going to tell us. Stop killing each other <sighs> over who the coach is. First of all, he's not even the most powerful and important. No, he's, he, he's, he's we're picking the assistant coach. Yeah, is what we're doing. We're picking the special teams coach. Really? Is what we're doing because the coach he's, is Congress. He's the president is the most visible. Yes, and that's by design. Congress is in charge. That's where the power's at. Of everything, that's where the power no matter is. what executive orders they can just strike down. Yep. You know, Congress is the one, and that's, and that's. I think, honestly, I think instituting term limits for Congress is more important than even the this election or any. Election I think so too, because they're the people who have gotten lazy. They've got they're old and lazy, and they don't have any risk involved in their jobs, and they've let the presidency kind of take control because they don't what do they have to care about if we have term limits maybe congress can actually start taking over and we we won't have this horrible you know because it won't be people feel right now like if a republican's the president then this is a hundred percent republican country and they have a problem with it and then they they feel that's how it's going to be run you don't have that problem with congress because it's always going to be split Mm -hmm. you know it'll lean one way or the other but it's much By less of an issue if one seat in Congress changes than it is if the presidency changes. And the president should not, the, that seat should not, it was never intended to have the amount of influence and power it has today. It no. was intended to be somebody who can make quick decisions, you know, was in a, the moment when they're needed, but not to completely steer the country. No, the president was designed to be like the Queen of England. She's a she's a figurehead. Yeah, it's the it's the face of the country. Congress runs shit and makes all the laws. Uh, the executive branch is yeah, like the, the president f- by design. It's written in. He cannot draft a no. law. He cannot write he a bill, draft the law. legislation. As head of the executive branch, he enforces the laws. That's and then what he's that's all he's supposed the to The judicial do. branch is there to just keep the other two branches in check and just make sure that they're not going outside the bounds. Yeah. And and 
the system yeah. is has been working well for 200 years. Yeah. And now all of a sudden... We can't let one or two elections break it. I think... The problem is that there's too much yes. weight on that seat, and it was never supposed to be no. that way for these reasons. I really think we should start stripping the president of some power. I would agree. And I, I really, I, think, I really honestly, do think that. I think that's something everybody could agree with. Yeah, I really do you know, think. Because if that were the case, and it really wouldn't matter if we've got Trump, if Trump, nope. you know, because he's just okay. He's this goofy guy. He's a businessman. You know, he says some weird if stuff. If we take some power away from the just, presidency, I think that he would be perfect for. But us. he's just like the prime minister. Or yes. Yeah. You know, he's just a figure. That's all he's doing. He's going out. He's the foreign, foreign relations yep, guy. He talk. He shakes hands with. Yeah other presidents and other world leaders mm -hmm. he delivers congress's messages um and and relates congress's will uh, the people yeah he relates the the will of the people to other nations and that's because you can't have the reason why the president was put there is because you can't have a representative from each state going over and talking to people from other countries yeah you need a single you just voice. need a single person mm -hmm. you know so we got off track again, but we yeah. really just want to make sure that people accept the results of this election. We don't want... I don't want four more years of this shit. Fighting? This, just, just this infighting. This, this, yeah. this constant... We really weaken the country. This constant dick stuff. measuring <laughs> between... Weird, yeah, I, that's exactly what it is. I, it's just this constant dick measuring contest between the president and congress and congress and the president democrats and republicans and they just keep whipping it out and and i'm just tired of seeing everybody's cocks out <laughs> put that put that away nancy <laughs> uh i'll okay. end with this yeah i want to end with this tom marino um last night told um a really good story about when he was in Congress um, and an argument that he had with Nancy Pelosi on the floor of Congress and this, that, and the other. And what I, what I took away from that story was that perhaps, perhaps this isn't a new problem because Tom Marino was in office before Donald Trump. So perhaps this isn't a new problem Perhaps this has been escalating for a while and the orange man just kind of brought it to the forefront, brought it to a head. Um, but we need to solve it. No matter, no matter how it got here, we need to solve this problem. Again, Scott made a very great point. We are all on the same team. So if, if one team loses, that's just like saying the defense lost or the offense lost you're still part of the same team you lose together so i just want everyone to accept the results of the election get out and vote vote your conscience don't vote the way other people tell you to do that's why we have a secret ballot nobody knows who you vote for you know so you can vote for trump and not feel guilty about it and keep in mind all the people who, who voted for the one you didn't want they're still human yes whether you vote, whether Trump wins or Biden wins, we're all we're all in the same boat. And if you keep poking holes yeah. in the boat, sinking the boat's going to sink. Sinking it out of spite for the other guy, you're going down. You're with going it. down you, with it. What are you doing? You're going down with it. It's like it's like if the if the the band on the Titanic 
<laughs> you know, you're all going down. The band on the Titanic is is fighting with everybody because they want to be the last ones to die. You're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so get out and vote. Vote your conscience. Um, accept the results of the election. Obviously, I want to make sure, I, I, I want to stress this because people have said, Donald Trump won't accept the results of the election. He hasn't said that. He just wants to wait and see how it folds out. If there's corruption and there's 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 slimy shit going on then we need to cut through the slime and find out what's going on but at the end of the day they're going to declare a winner one way or another and whatever they decide whatever whatever is found it's going to go to the courts whatever happens we need to accept it maybe maybe it won't even do that maybe we'll get the results and it'll be a landslide one way or the other and we won't have to worry about this but i i really feel like this is going to be another um or elect electoral college win for either party um so at any rate get out and vote tuesday november 3rd for republicans uh, no i'm just joking oh my. <laughs> no tuesday november 3rd everybody get out there and vote vote your conscience vote your vote the way you want i don't care who you vote for i don't but vote and accept the results that's all we got to say everyone have a great week make sure you vote on tuesday get out there I don't care if you vote in Portland. Send in your ballot now. There's no reason why you can't. If you have a mail-in ballot and it's sitting on your kitchen table, drop that shit off in the mail today. Get it in. Everybody be great. Be good to yourselves. Um, and let's not set anything on fire. See you next week. <laughs>